Looks like you'll be coming to the wild, wild west, nephew. Yes, sir. Talk Tokyo E, AB Dash. We out here. AB Dash with the new beloved braids, looking like Pusha's T's Dominican cousin. You already know what it is. I'm gonna tell y'all off rip. LeBron got more schools than he got rings in Cleveland. You heard it here first. What? You only got one school, <laughs> nigga. What the fuck? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> but yeah, we back. Episode ten. We made it through ten long weeks. I know y'all been. I just us. noticed that that every er, that every episode is gonna determine how long we've been doing the podcast. I just noticed that we only do one podcast because I'm so used to everybody doing like, like five podcasts. I don't know how people do five so podcasts deep. a week. That's too much. I barely want to be here now, but you know that's a story for you. <laughs> that's a story for you here, neither here nor there. But yeah, LeBron opened a fucking school. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess we're gonna start that off with uh, not your goat, but my goat. LeBron James <laughs> opened up a school. That's um, crazy. For all the kids in Akron. I think he opened it up in the same neighborhood that he used to live in. So In the Cleveland area? Yeah, in, his, in the Akron area. Because he's from Akron, Ohio. Yeah. So I, I don't, I've never been to Ohio, so I don't know how that shit works. But the way it looks like is like they claim it just like how people claim where we're from and shit like that. They claim Ak- the city. People rep Akron, Ohio like yes, that? Yes, they do. Do you think they got a set? They got a gang sign? They, every, every city has gangs. That's crazy. The second, the second biggest uh, gang, like highest gang activity besides California, is Little Rock, Little uh, Rock, Arkansas, nigga. That makes sense. It's to mad you. gang banging in Little Rock, Arkansas. That makes sense to me. Isn't that like the meth capital of the United States? Nah, nah, but it's a lot of gang banging, like That's real crazy. deal, blood crips gang banging, my nigga. I mean, bloods and crip existing outside of California doesn't make sense, but we'll talk about that another day. I don't know. Yo, shit, shit spreads like it spreads anyways, nigga. So, so we know it's the air. But yeah, yeah, back to LeBron. LeBron got a school. With the school. Whose goat is this? Stop. But that's the real LeBron. LeBron compared to y'all goat Michael Jordan, which lets y'all niggas kill each other over shoes and doesn't even make a fucking statement about it, let alone give money back to the neighborhood. I read. I read a story that Michael Jordan was at like um some camp. And someone bet him was like, "Hey, if you miss three shots, you gotta get every kid here a pair, pair of Jordans. shoes." Yeah, he, he he made all of them. He, he switched all, <laughs> all of them. I seen the video. They had a video of that shit. He that switched all of them. Hilarious. Shit. He switched every jump shot, my nigga. Like you could you could have missed and got them little niggas some shoes. I know. Because you it's, have to pay to go to those camps anyway. Yeah, and it's not gonna cost him anything. But I'm saying you have to pay to go to those basketball camps anyways. It was a basketball camp. Yeah, it's a basketball I it was camp. Just like a summer camp for like. Nah, I think it was a basketball camp. Kids. But yeah, but alright, so going back to that LeBron shit, um, so all the things that it, that come with like the school is, uh, so you get free tuition to go to the school, you get free uniforms, a free bicycle and a helmet, if you wear the helmet, you're a schmuck, True. Uh, free, transporta- free transportation within two miles. Brain damage is cool, kids. Alright, stop. Kids, my generations didn't wear helmets, y'all niggas wear helmets, because if you can see anything from my generations, there's a lot of dumbass niggas from my generation. Yeah, we didn't Maybe wear, helmets could help them niggas. We didn't wear helmets, and we got people agreeing with me. Alright. <laughs> so, free tra- transportation within two miles. 
free breakfast, free lunch, free snacks, food pantries for the families, uh, GED and job placement services for the parents, and guaranteed tuition for, uh, to the University of Akron for every student who graduates. So, how do you get into the school? I'm pretty sure it's just his own school or some shit like That's that. That's pretty now. tough. So, it, I'm pretty sure it's like his own school for the kids now or whatever. Uh, the one thing I like the most is the shit that they um, help the parents out too. Yeah, and the that, food pantry and the free transportation. That's pretty not cool. even. You, if you go to the University of Akron, you get a free, um, a free fucking ride. Like, the whole way. You yeah. don't have to pay for nothing. That's awesome. That's what I'm saying. Like, your goat is a bum. My goat is the, is the goat. Yeah, but is uh, LeBron sponsored by Haynes? Get the fuck out of here with the fucking Haynes advertising. <laughs> Haynes tagless. Tagless. When LeBron has um endless supply of white tees, you hit me up. I think LeBron got enough money, so he doesn't need to have... LeBron drinks orange juice with pulp. You don't like orange juice with pulp? I do. That's where all the fiber is at. I do like orange juice. I don't like orange juice with pulp. That's just disgusting. Fun fact about me, I cannot eat oranges. Why not? I I can't physically eat the whole orange. What are you talking about? Like the only thing I can the only thing I do is I get all the juice out of it and I spit it out. I can't physically eat that shit. So like you were sucking on a lime or something? Yeah. I'm a texture eater. That texture of a eating a fucking orange is way too slimy. That's just gross, nigga. Like ugh. Alright, so LeBron offers your kid a full ride to the school, but you gotta eat an orange. Nigga, <laughs> the way the way the way this podcast is taking us, I don't have to worry about that shit. No way, I'll pay for my own kid to go to fucking school, nigga. Chill, bro. What if your okay? What if your son gets dunked on by LeBron's son? That's crazy. If, nigga, if I if I have my son right now, LeBron's son's gonna be fifteen <laughs> years older than my son. <laughs> what the fuck? Can you imagine you dunk on your pre- he dunks on your pregnant wife? You know what's gonna be, you know what's gonna be funny? What the fuck was that? What? <laughs> He's dunk on my wife now? What the fuck? Your pregnant wife. <laughs> so you know what's gonna be funny is that LeBron wants to play with his, with his son in the NBA, so they want to be on the same teams. But if they go on different teams, and LeBron Junior dunks on LeBron. <laughs> that'd be amazing. That'd be fuck. That'd be some crazy shit. Cause what? there has been athletes who have played with their fathers. Ken Griffey played with his father. Two other people played with their kids too. I forgot. What I know it's one basketball player who played with their kids before too. What if he crossed over his dad? That'd be insane. I mean, by the time his dad, by the time his son gets in, it sounds like fifteen now. So like yeah. in three or four years, he should be able to be eligible to get in the NBA. I mean, how long is his contract with the Lakers? LeBron? Yeah. Four. Yeah, it could happen. No, it, it no, it's going to happen. You you can put that on record right now. It's going is to he, happen. Is he good enough to get drafted straight out of high school? I mean, his son's still young, but he's nice though. Right. The the kid the kid who I think is gonna like be good out of the parents uh, the NBA parents kids it's gonna be D Wade's kids. I like D Wade kids actually he's really good. What about the Ball family? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Are they not the goats? I mean, that their show is hilarious. Though. I ain't even they got a TV you. show. They got like a uh, a reality TV show. Is it better than Chrissy Knows Best? What's Christy Knows Best? Oh, is it better than Vanderpump Rules? The fuck is Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> Nigga, the, the only reality TV shows I, I've ever watched was like early Kim Kardashian joints. Yeah. Because that shit was just hilarious. The bitches was just whatever. Facts. And uh, Bam Margera's... Uh, Bam's World? Yeah, nah. It's it Margera something... But I used to watch that shit only for his uncle Don Vito, RP Don Vito to go. Isn't that the nigga they would just beat up in the bathroom taking shits? No, that was his nah, dad. Nah, it's his dad. They would beat up his dad. Yo, <laughs> the videos used to be the most hilarious shit. When he walks in the video, it's like, I'm Ben Marger and I feel like kicking my dad's, dad's ass, ass all day. Same <laughs> going though, I can take the shit and smack the fuck out of his bare back, bro. Like, only white kids can get away with that shit. Absolutely. If LeBron Jr. did that to his dad, we wouldn't. he wouldn't be in the league. 
Fuck no, nigga. He said, I don't, I don't think, I don't think LeBron Jr. would have the balls to do that. You see how big LeBron is, nigga. That nigga Stainos compared to that nigga. That's like the that that is the first scene of the fucking uh of the what's this the Avengers movie of the Hulk getting beat by Thanos. I hope did get his ass worked. But remember in the Bible, bro, homeboy Goliath got worked by a slingshot. So I think LeBron Jr. Has it's a not chance. a slingshot. It's called something else. No, it's a slingshot with a rock. Essentially, it's a slingshot, but they have a name for it. I don't know. They were calling everything weird back then. They were calling homosexuality something else. No, we, stop. We have, we have some other tip right now. All right, Yo. so <laughs> last week we forgot to talk about For, probably one of the best albums to drop this year. I would put it us. at number two. Number the, two. What yeah. do you think is number one? Nigga, push the album. Push right. the album still number one for me. But this is definitely number two. But it's fighting for number one though. I like I listened to this album when it came out. It came out last Friday, right? Uh, yes. So I listened to this album. No, that whole, the two two weeks before that. When was your pool party? Last week. Yeah. All right. So last week is when it came out. Alright, yeah. So yeah, it came out last week. So we didn't forget to talk about it. We just it no, we out. forgot to talk about it because it was on the docket. But somebody packed up their fucking laptop All right, midway. Call it a day, bro. But um, I listened to that album maybe like ten times that weekend. So I tend to do that to myself where I listen to the music too much. So then I don't want to listen to it after that. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, but, but you didn't have the problem with this album. Like you wouldn't mind going back to it right no, now. No, I don't mind going back to it. The thing is, I don't. I don't want to continuously listen to it. So then I don't want to listen to the album because oh, like there's you, records that I have that I, I don't like. Like if somebody, if I, if I was in the car and a record came on that I listen to a lot, nigga, and I skip it, niggas would be like, "Yo, you skipped the classic." Yeah, because I listen to that song like eight hundred times. Man. I do this all the time. Like for yeah. example. I was going to put the Find My Way, which is one of my uh, burn CDs of the week, but we'll get to that later. The Find My Way Tribe uh, song on there. I listened to that record maybe maybe like 30 times this week. Uh, like when I, when I find a good rhythm to how I'm feeling in the week, uh, like a good beat that like plays a long time I'm feeling in the week, I listen to that record to like nonstop. But the internet album. The internet album's are. It's not better than Ego Death. It's better than Ego Death. I don't think it is. To me, they did it perfectly in the sense where they enhanced all their good parts of of uh, of in like the, what are they really good at? I agree that like their every, riffs. Every member sounds better individually yeah. in this. Their riffs, their bridges, their choruses—they sound really, really fucking good on this album. Yeah, I feel like when uh, there's special parts on a few of these songs where like certain members are given their chance to shine, like uh, yeah. Steve Lacey on "Come Over," uh, Matt Martians on "Stay the Night." And, like, those parts are insane. Those parts are sick. But, like, I just feel like... I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because, like, Ego Death was the first album I waited to come out by them. And I was like, yo, this is... I was hyped for that shit. Well, so we, it's, we, it's, we I, all have that... Um, damn, what's the, what's the fucking word of the shit where um, you listen to the music through a period of time so then you say that it won't be better than that period of time. I mean, you say that's it's nostalgia or something. Nostal- yeah, it's nostalgia. That's the word I was looking for. It's nostalgia. 1,000% we get nostalgia for records that we like. Like, for example, nobody liked that, um, the, I want to say nobody, but a lot of people didn't like the Cherry Bomb album. Tyler Cherry Bomb. That's, that's one of my favorite Tyler created albums. That's top two. Like, the last album that he put out, Flower Boy, was a really good album. Like, I could listen to the album straight through, no skips. It's not the better thi- than Cherry Bomb. Yeah, though. the thing is, it's not better than Cherry Bomb. And it doesn't have enough replay value. You know how much times I played fucking Young? I don't know why, but oh, I fucking love sick. that song. I feel like uh, Fire Boy, it's only replay value if you play it front to back. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I have to play the whole album, but... Yeah. With Cherry Bomb? Cherry Bomb, you had your specific ones yeah, that you like. I could play not. the drums from Pilot on loop or the fucking Brown Stains just playing, Nigga, Are you the motherfucking man, Buffalo, huh? Buffalo... 
It was a hard ass record. Um, the joint with Pharrell on it. I forgot what that record's called. Keep the O's. Keep the O's. That Pharrell versus hard. Look, it's UFO falling. Skirt landed on the ass land. Adidas lands on the grassland. My pinky got, got a yellow Pac-Man. That shit that is hard. That's a hard ass record. <laughs> yeah, I'm nerdy. Yeah, I'm swerving. Yeah, you're me. That shit is hard. God damn. God damn. That shit is hard. This podcast record. is now a cherry bomb appreciation podcast. Oh, one thousand percent. That cherry bomb album. I feel. I feel like that cherry bomb album is very, 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 very underrated. Right. Very underrated. It's probably got. Matter of fact, fuck it. Since we're on the topic, anyways, I'm gonna go through the album list right now and see. Like, it. I'm gonna play the song. The not play the song, but I'm gonna like. Go back to this album because a lot of people do sleep on this album, bro. It's probably top two just because Smuckers exist on it. Smuckers is super hard. He 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 probably got one of the best Wayne verses in a minute in a long time, and I like the cover of that shit. Also, when he came for uh the concert over here, he had the boxes of the Cherry Bomb mask, and, yeah. I, and I took a whole box. <laughs> Alright, so Def Camp, I like the that guitar on Def Camp is crazy. <laughs> Buffalo is good. Pilot but, is a personal favorite of mine. I like Pilot. Uh, I don't remember how Run sounds. Let me see. Run is like, it's that thing with Tori Ma. Yeah. This is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Alright, keep it pushing. Yeah, but that, I, I like this album a lot because he had Roy Ayers on here. And Roy Ayers on the panel is ridiculous. Yeah, and so che- the next song is Cherry Bomb, I think, right? Cherry Bomb is like the really aggressive mm-hmm. joint. It's got the, the Yeezus synths, like right in the middle. Oh, yeah. I remember that record. That's a record that I, I normally skip. Blow My Load is hard. Blow My Load is hard. That- two, two Seed is super Bro, The transition hard. from Blow My Load to Two Seed is super. fucking phenomenal. I like uh, it's Two Seed is the one where... Um, I think Two Seed is definitely the one where in the middle it's, uh, they do the... Um, uh, when it blows, when your head blows. Oh, yeah, that dude, that, that little like transition, I had that transition stuck in my head for the so whole tough. year. Um... The brown stains of dark. I'm not reading that whole thing because Todd fucking made yeah. that time for us to troll him. But that record's hard. Fucking Young is ridiculous. Yo, Schoolboy Q on Brown Stains is amazing. And fucking Sh- Young, it may as well be, be a Charlie Wilson song. Shemuk- Charlie Wilson's so hard, though. Charlie Wilson's such a fucking. That's a classic. That's a legend. That's a legend right there. Smug is super hard. Fucking Young, we already said that shit. Bro, Smuckers, Young is probably one of my favorite songs. Why, why, why don't they like me? Nike getting a lot of niggas checks, but I'm the only nigga to ever check Nike. That 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 was a good bar by Kanye. Wayne's bar was really good too. Um, I forgot what Old Cali California sounds like. It's just like a good outro track. That's like a super. Wayne for Wayne. Alright. Something. Album music bugging right now. I got you. Yeah, that that was a good album. I don't niggas don't like about the album. I like that yeah, album a lot. Hard. I think I think when you look later through Tyler's de- discography yeah. that they're gonna be like, damn, we kinda slept on this one. I think this and Wolf alternate between my favorite. Like, like it depends on my mood, but like this album's a nine point five. Is Wolf the album with her on it? Is her is on it, it is her? it is it her? Is the name is the name of the thing where he was like her name is my password. Nah, that's Earth, that's Gob- That's on Goblin. That's on Goblin. Yeah. That record's hilarious and so good at the same time. He was like, "Her name is my password." He was like, uh, when he was saying that. Uh, I mean, he does use that line again in uh, Wolf, but the song you're talking about is on Goblin. Is this the same song where he was like, when when they asked me about it, I said that she moved to Arkansas or some shit like that. <laughs> that's on Goblin. And he was like. <laughs> he was like uh, I messaged her on Facebook, saw her at a Wendy's making out with her old man. I'm, yeah, that's a classic record. I love that record. Like, at first, I put that record on to troll. Like, me and my brother used to listen to that record to troll. We'll put it in the car when we were with a whole bunch of people just to troll. Yeah. And I started to like that song a lot. 
Because that song was really good. Bro, even back then, Tyler was still making good music. I think my favorite Tyler record is that record where uh, he talked about his grandma getting cancer. Lone. And he went, dude, that record is super it's hard, like, dun, but dun, it gets dun, super dun. sad at the end. That beat is, that beat is ridiculous. Domo, roll another one. That, sh- that, that, that beat is ridiculous. Yo, that beat is ridiculous. If you don't so take the time to listen to Tyler, please, dude. That shit is so good. Tyler's super underrated. I feel like he's underrated to... The, to, when I say underrated, he's underrated to the mainstream. Like but the people who fans. love Tyler love Tyler. Like, yeah. I don't think there's bigger fans than the Golf Wing, um, Odd Future fans. Like, the motherfuckers are huge. It's fans. true. Like, they make plenty of memes of like they'll be like, oh niggas are like Tyler dressed like this and like yeah, like fans like, and shit like that, yeah. Yeah, whatever. But like Tyler makes good music. Tyler makes really good music. Really good. And t- Tyler makes really good music. And he, he, I can say this. Besides Childish Gambino, I think he makes the best videos out of anybody in our generation. Damn, his I, videos are the best. I wish I watched music videos. You didn't, you, you never watched any of his music videos? I saw the one for the fucking... The music videos hard. I like um, that one. I saw the, the one Buffalo for, music videos hard. I didn't see the Buffalo one. I saw the one for fucking young. Yeah, his, his music tough. videos are very well detailed. Bro, he shoots that shit like a movie. The outro of fucking young with Kali Uchis? Yeah. That shit's hard. That's why I like the Find Your Wings when he has the internet on it, on that <laughs> on that music video too. That, that record's hard. Uh... So keep it along with music, yeah. The, so let's get back to the internet album. Then that album was what maybe like wait, 18, 18 records. It had a couple records. Like on sixteen, it. eighteen. Something so like that. in a, in maybe a world where niggas is dropping seven records, they dropped sixteen good records. I don't think there was a record on there that I was like, I'm gonna skip this shit. Uh, there's definitely none that are skippable, but there's some that I like. I would rather like maybe not listen to. Yeah, I mean on on every, but I think to determine a really good album is like skipping is like oh this shit is fucking horrible. Yeah, like if. If I'm, like, outright skipping it because I don't like the song, it has to be super bad. There's exactly. A, there's a difference between, like, I don't want to listen to this right now and this is being bad. There's no bad songs on this. No, there's no bad songs on it. My favorite song on this album is It Gets Better With Time. That one's my favorite along with Stay The Night and Come Over. I but just love I re- the I really, I really love those four tracks that they put out. Like, it fits really well in the album now. Uh, the Come singles? Together, Roll, uh, Burbank Funk, Come Over, and Lottie Dottie. I like Lottie Dottie a lot, if this is what I'm thinking of. This record is hard. hard. Uh, so yeah, I like the album cover too. They they didn't they didn't tend to like they kept it clean with really well. They signed a Tyler, right? Are they signed? I think they signed Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler got a label. Our future. He's still running our future. Well, I think maybe he switches to Golf Wayne, but Golf Wayne, but yeah. I don't know, but I know Tyler helps them with shit though. So apparently they signed a Columbia record. So yeah, maybe they just Clancy just has them on on their own thing. Probably. Ty doesn't seem to me like he was signed like his friends. Like that. Ty doesn't seem to me like that industry niggas were like, uh, I'm, since y'all niggas was hanging out with me, I'm gonna make money off of you. Because he could have done that with a lot of niggas. Like I feel like Staples he, and... Yeah, I feel like he's still like probably ahead of it, but he probably hands over the reins to somebody else right now. Like, I have no idea who would be running that I shit. Mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe he does get that finder's fee shit. I don't, the music business is a lot of just like grimy niggas trying to get paid off with doing things that, that they have no, no involvement in. But... Oh, that reminds me of the fucking the Leor interview that happened on the breakfast. Oh, thing. yeah, I watched this this morning. Yeah, well, what about it? It's just trash. It's a trash. It's a Grammy ass dude. I mean, come on, son. Like Dame Dad, I've been telling niggas for a minute. Y'all niggas better listen to Dame. Dame is just misunderstood because the how he how he vocalizes things. Is the, the tone that he vocalizes it is that people aren't gonna listen to you when you speak in that tone because it's more like a a yelling tone or whatever. It's like Joe Budden. 
But yeah, exactly. But if you listen to, if not if you listen to, but if you watch the Last Days documentary that they made when uh, the Last Days of Rockefeller, he goes in there and he shows you like, all right, like he knew what was going on. So to break it down to you, um, I'm pretty sure everybody's seen this video. So he walks in there, he there, he was like, how the fuck you having a meeting about my artist and not invite me in? And so basically, what they did in Def Jam's, they had a venture with uh, Rockefeller Records. So they had a fifty fifty with um, Rockefeller Records. So they. They weren't under Rockefeller uh, Def Jam. They were partners with Def Jam. So anytime that a meeting was held for Jay, the Rockefeller team was supposed to be in. So he came in and he was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, how y'all gonna have a meeting without me? But he's yelling. Yeah. And then niggas is getting scared and he's calling niggas like fat boy and shit like that. <laughs> it's funny. And he but he's, and but he's he, right. Yeah, he, he, he's right. He's right more than not. More than not that he's right. He's right about a lot of shit in the music industry. I don't know Lior uh, to be a fucking, uh, like, a culture vulture or anything, but... Nah, I wouldn't say that. No, that's that's what Dame's, like, that's what Dame says that he is a culture vulture. He's getting paid off of uh, something that he doesn't contribute to. Dame said that he contributed nothing to the Rockefeller, because, like, anything they could have done, they would have done without them, is what he's saying. And they like to take credit for the shit that they did at Rockefeller. Like, for example, they said, like, the backstage um, concert... You can watch. I think backstage is still on Netflix documentary too. So that's the, the that was the concert that had DMX, uh, All Rockefeller, um, Redman and Method Man were openers. Redman and Method Man were openers on that. That's how he does the craziest. So it, it, uh, it, I think they had Jai on that too. Jai Rule. So this is all that time where all these people are like at their, I wouldn't say at their peaks, but they're all like super big at that time, and they all they they all had a fucking um a concert at that time. Like now, I'll I'll never see you. Never see a concert like that. Nah, and if you do, it's a festival. I think the only person that used to do that by themselves, I'll give Miss Credit on that shit, is Drake. Cause Drake had a concert where it was Rocky opening, Kendrick, and then fucking Drake. What the fuck was this? Or he had um the weekend party and then Drake. Oh, you know who's doing this right now? Who? J Cole. You know he got on his tour. Yeah, I saw it was fucking Jaden Smith and somebody else. Young Thug. No, he don't talk. That's a fucking lineup. He know it's because he knows what the fuck he's doing. J Cole. Yeah, he he's tying it back to the whole fucking album. You getting Young Thug to go on the album, which is like basically what he was talking about on the album, and then you get Jaden Smith, the super woke young nigga. He knows what he's doing. He ties it all back. It, it's, then, uh, it's good. It's it's like it's good. Uh, then he's brought people that are signed to him, the the Earth Gang kids. The well, group. Who the fuck is They're like a duo, no. and they're signed to Dreamville. He, he signed a new, uh, a new. She's not new, but I, I played with some of her records already before. Steph it's like uh, nah, the uh, I think her her name is Ali Lennox. I have no idea. She, she makes she makes good records. She makes she uh, she has a record with um, Cause I think it is. I know he's on Dreamville too. It's Backseat. It's that's a really good record. That's I don't a really know. Good Honestly, I've only been listening to Sheck West recently. Oh my god, dude! Sheck West, like. I thought he just made like turns up music. I started following this dude on Instagram. He's a real ass nigga, bro. I'm telling this you, I said this months ago. I followed Chef West. He's, he's just a cool New York nigga. That's why I like. It's different when I feel like he'd rather play basketball than be a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he wanted to play ball, but I think he like broke his ankle or some shit. That's crazy. But the thing is with me is, the New York rappers who can't like really like rap lyric lyrically rap is what I'm saying. Are just cooler than any other rappers. Like the rappers that are down from down south and shit like that, 
They don't really be cool like New York niggas be cool. Like, nah. it's a different mystique around... Like, Bobby Shmurda, for example. Like, Shmurda couldn't, like, really rap like that. But I fucking... I bang with Shmurda all. Oh, free Shmurda. Free Shmurda every day. Yeah, free Shmurda. I totally get what you're saying because I feel the same way about 6 9 Like, he don't got the best rapping ability, but... <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. Exactly. I, was, I, was waiting for, I was waiting for you to, to, to go so off It's not just a cool dude, bro. Ready yeah, so, yeah, the Internet album, I, I'd say the album was a really, really good album. Yeah. I think that's their best album so far. I, I still think Ego Death is better. Maybe I'll change my mind, but I think this uh, Internet album is like a 7.5. I think it's better fit for me because I like the like how they use the in- instrument this time. I think Thing was a lot more slower. Ego like Death was a lot more slower. I like that. I mean, I've been listening to mad chopped and screwed music recently. See, nigga, you banging on my brother a lot. Yeah, that. he's been playing that in the car. But uh, Ego Death has a lot more love records. This has a lot more introspective records. Yeah, I mean, I was in a relationship at the time, and now exactly, I'm not, it's so. an, it's a nostalgia thing. It's, too, it's the timing of everything. I was fucking with somebody during Cherry Bomb, so like the sounds of Cherry Bomb, and like the pianos and Charlie Wilson and uh, fucking. Uh, I forgot who else he had on there. Charlie Wilson, and I know I said the other person's name earlier. Um, oh, you said the Roy kid, right? Yeah, Roy Roy Ayers. And then August Feinstein, and yeah, like, even Sid is on there. Yeah, and Kali Uchi. That, it, that tone just so fit very well for like what I was, like what type of vibe I was yeah. in, what I was going through at that time. It just fit perfectly for that time. Especially, yo, if you ever just hear the intro to Two Seater, it just puts you in a good mood. Duh, that that like, intro is so good. That, that reminds me of... Uh, Get up here, girl. Nah, that, that's just like a... To me, that's just like a continuation to... You remind me of my Beamer. That's the fucking... Because I used to be one of my, probably my favorite Tyler song before. Perfect two-seater. Yeah. That, that song was hard. Yeah, and I like that, that... The premise of that song was that... He was recording that while he was driving. And when he... If you don't, if you don't notice at the end of that... Like, while he plays the song, is him getting in the car. And you can hear the car yeah. in the background. That's that. I really like that shit. That's what I'm saying. Tyler's very detailed. Like if if we had to put Tyler in a in a space of clothing, I would say he's a Margiela. He's very detailed, but underrated. He's very, very, very detailed. You heard it here first. <laughs> this nigga. Yeah. Uh, album. A lot of albums are dropping tomorrow. Yeah, a lot of albums dropping this week. Uh, Astro World is the biggest album that's coming out. No, it's not. Out of all these albums that are coming out, what, what album is bigger than that? Mac Miller's. I don't know my Miller's dropping. It's not on the docket. <laughs> but Astroworld is the, is the album that more people are waiting for because everybody's been waiting for the Astroworld Can't album. Relate. I won't say anything about it because I don't like to like uh, cast aspersion on shit before I actually have an opinion on it. But Travis Scott is just Travis Scott. Like he, I'm pretty sure there'll be a couple records on here that I'll really like. But my, the last album that I liked a lot out of Travis Scott was Days Before Rodeo. Yeah, like if... Birds in the Trap saying McKnight didn't exist, I'd be way hyped for this because that kind of put me off Travis a lot. Yeah, there were some records on that on that that I like. Like, I don't think Travis will make a whole thing of, of the songs that I don't like. Like, he's he's talented. The thing is, like I've said on here before, is if you give everyone your sound, then you become the norm of the of the music industry. So you sound yeah. like everyone else because you gave everybody your sound. I hope that doesn't happen to Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. Super underrated. Yeah, but he's been handing out. He's been getting all these features. But Ty Dolla Sign is very, very Ty Dolla Sign is very, 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 very talented. Yeah, like he's production a, he's a wise, very special. Like when yeah. he comes on, it sounds like production it's his wise. Shit. But Travis is melody wise, chorus wise, not because I think um thing plays actual instruments as well. I think uh, uh 
Then what the fuck are we talking about right Tyler now? Tyler Hassan. Tyler Hassan. Yeah, excuse me. I'm, I'm feeling a little under the weather of lately. <laughs> this guy. Not for real. I said under the weather. Dude. We're always under the weather if you think about it. All right, stop. I don't know what the fuck I ate this weekend, but I think I got food poison or some shit. I was sweating like a fucking slave yesterday in the car. I was about to pass out. I said, Stop. This nigga's gonna make me come ask shit this week. <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, we got yeah, so Astro was coming out. That cover art was weird to me. You think uh, it's weird? I think yeah. it fits the album. But I'm, I like when, like, but there's I'll, a weird slash controversial album cover because then people make really well, cool Well, I don't know why it's controversial. Not controversial, but like, people are talking about it. Like, they either hate it or they like it. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. It's not that I hate it or like it. I just don't get it. I don't I get mean, it. I mean, it's just like the interest of the theme park. Yeah, that's why, that's why it kind of seemed like it was. But I think there's, like, a, a back layer to that. I don't know. I don't know. They've been doing a lot of covers like the Kitsy Ghost shit and the KOD and the kids, then this. The Kitsy Ghost one makes like, sense. And I can't hate on the KOD one because I know the artist. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like I guess everybody's trying to be the leader of the new school now or some shit. I don't know. We but, just gotta get uh, Daytona covers. Just <clears throat> grimy ass pictures. Bring the pictures that's back. That's why I like Push. In this era of the music that's being made, Push stands out like a sore thumb, my nigga. Like he stands out. Crazy. But Nobody yeah. else makes music like Push. You can't name one other rapper that name, makes music like Push. Malice. I mean. Nah, stop. <laughs> I wish Malice was still rapping. No doubt. But yeah, uh, just recap of albums. We got Astro World, Stay Dangerous, uh, and Mac Miller's Swimming album all coming out tomorrow. We um, also got a Her album dropping. Uh, she's dropping EP, apparently. She's going to drop an EP. That's probably the most exciting shit I'm, I'm here for. You think so? I'm I'm an RB nigga. I know like her is ridiculous. Like she's super ridiculous. I know what I like and that R and B nine times out of ten I'm gonna really like that. I'll have to check this one out because when I go through her shit, I wasn't always like impressed. I feel the same uh, way about Daniel Caesar. I think her. Daniel Caesar is boring. For real? Yeah. I like Daniel Caesar a lot. I like uh, Daniel Caesar and her a lot. Like I wouldn't they, say it. they make some really good music, man. Nah, I think Daniel Caesar is a little too subdued for me. But that's like, his thing though. Yeah, I guess. But like, I guess it's not for me. If if he if he made like upbeat records, I, I no, I'm not even like talking it. about upbeat because Sampha doesn't make upbeat music no, at all. But, but I Sampha's think all. But speaking of Sampha, where the fuck has Sampha been, bro? He dropped Process at the top of the year last year. No way. Process came out last year in like January, February. Fuck no, that I thought I, that album feels like it, it came out like 2015. <laughs> my nigga. You told me that album came out the same year as like what came out in 2015? Process. That's fucking. Nah, that's 2016. Blank Face came out. Sam. Damn, bro, it's 2018. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that shit recently. It was like, yo, remember? Like, I'm not trying to say it like to slide him or anything, but Q was on top for a minute. Like, really, really on top when, so, uh. When Oxymoron was when out. When Oxymoron was out? Well, so was Blank Face a miss? Blank Face wasn't a miss, but. I don't, he, I don't think he did, it propelled he did, him upwards anymore. Nah, he did what he wanted to do on Blank Fist. That's the yeah. thing. Like, it was a lot more game band records than rather than, uh... Than Collard Greens. Collard Greens and shit like that. Like, he was... Hell of a life. It, and he don't be on um, Snap no more. Like, that nigga nah. was heavy on Snap. That shit was hard. Q was, the, like, my favorite follow on Snap. And he hasn't been out there with the features either. So... That just means he's putting out records right now, though. Yeah, he, so, He's definitely getting ready for the album. I don't think Blank Fist was a miss, but I think it kept him on level 
Like he was like, yo, here's my it shit. Did, it, yeah, it, it didn't, didn't hurt it him. Didn't, it didn't hurt him. But or, it didn't raise his stock yeah, it either. it didn't do anything. It just, I like, kept him out of plateau, which is good, though. But that album's got some good songs. No, that album definitely has some good songs. That, okay. uh... Tuki Knows 2, Ride Out. Is Tuki uh, Knows 2 the same, the same one where, uh... Who's on that record? Traffic and uh, his other friend. Who's the other dude on that record? I don't know, but he says I got a Benji button like Brad Pitt. That, his, verse was the, his, his verse was the best verse on that on that record. His verse was ridiculous. Pay pals for the sell. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> like, that, they he was definitely... Well, I, I couldn't even find the Sanford album, to be honest, but I don't remember that <laughs> shit coming out like, last year. That Sanford album was really... Really good it was really good. That um, that no one loves me like a piano song. Yeah. N- no one knows me like a piano. No one knows me. Like that. that song is sad as fuck. But it's one of those songs that's super sad that you want to replay. Like you yeah. just want to be sad within that time. Like yeah, it really. That's the best way to describe it. Like yo, let me get sadder. Like if you're already sad, you put that shit on. You're ten times sadder. Like I don't get sad by many records. Probably like that sample record and then uh. Uh, Six Nines Billy. Nah, Jay Z and uh, and Beanie Siegel's um, "This Can't Be Life" is a super wow, a super sad record. Sad. And then the probably the sad song of all time to me is the fucking um, Absol, the Book of Soul record. I haven't heard that record. before. You definitely have heard that record before. Nah. Hold on, is it off these days? Or no, it off control system. It's off control system. You've definitely heard that record. That record... Look, if anybody wants to listen to that record, that record is a really good record. Don't play it. We play bad songs. We got the ill copyright. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, as, long, as long as it's under a, a certain amount of... Like, we played that shit for like 16 seconds. All right, we good. I don't give a fuck. Let me we, see. Uh, while you're looking that up, apparently Nas is coming out with another album. Nas is coming out with another album Um, later. Like, later in the... What the fuck? Is this album... Is, it, is Control System not on Apple Music? Oh, it is. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, but now it's coming out with another album. The only reason I put that on the docket is because he didn't... Oh, it's called The Book of Soul. The Book of Soul. Yeah. I don't remember this right, Hold on. The only thing I really remember about Absol is his uh, rap battle with Daylight. That shit was 14 minutes. That like, you listen hard. to that shit? I heard they raising raisins on Grape Street. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember this record? Oh, I know this song. Yeah, this is the record where he talked about his girlfriend who committed suicide. Yeah, that's just sad. That record... Yo, probably one of the hardest lines on that record. Probably one of the hardest lines I've heard... In a long time, that if you put if somebody put it on Twitter, somebody would say it's fake woke. But in the context of that out of, of that that record, it's like it like it finishes at the end and it hits right then. He he says at the end he was like, uh, I never lied. I loved you in a place where there's no space and time. And I was like, damn, dog, that shit makes me sad as. Fuck. He's got a sad life. Not yeah, sad dude. life, but like he's been through a lot. He has been through a lot. If, if nobody knows the absolute story, he has Google that. Just listen to the album and Google that shit. He has been through a lot. Is Control System his best album? Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. days, I was in New York when These Days came out, and I listened to the album the whole time. There, it was. A, it's a good album, but Control System hits me at a different like. I don't. I think that's nostalgic because that's at the time of like. I think Control System dropped in 2013, yeah. didn't it? So that's the time when Rocky dropped, Schoolboy dropped, Absol dropped, Kendrick dropped. That's when Kendrick dropped, uh, Mass City. I used to listen to Mass City every day in this computer class in that's high school. Wolf, that's my senior year. That's when Wolf dropped, too, 2013. It was a lot of... That, was, that 2013, that's when um, Charles Gambino dropped, too. Because the internet. Yeah. I think we just resonate with those because those are like our becoming of age. Albums. Yeah, that was, that's when I graduated high school. That's when I was out... Like, that's when in my life I made a transition, like, throughout high school. Like, my first two years, I was wild, and then I started chilling out on my last two years, and then 
I felt like those albums were like the next chapter to my life. Yeah. Because I was finishing school. I feel like when albums come out now, I fucking listen to them in Germany headquarters or I'm listening to them like in the car and it's not the same impact on me. That's the thing. If an, album impacts kids, me, if an album it impacts me now, it's a good album. Albums impact me still, but I don't think you, you're going to be able to, like, to make... Like, I, I hate when people say that, like, oh, this was the best of that artist, like we talked about on here before. Like, that artist can't make you go back to when you was 15 and you heard that record and nah. you was going through what it said on that, on like that record. Like, you stuck with that moment. Like, the best yeah, way it's, to it's, that it? Yeah, mo- that moment is attached to that record because that's what you were going through at that time. Yeah, like, on Kids See Ghosts, uh, I've seen a lot of people like on Reddit on Twitter like young kids they're saying that Reborn is like um, when Kid Cudi's just like I'm so Reborn I'm just moving forward and like they really resonate with that yeah. but like for me when I think of Kid Cudi and said that resonates with me it's that from like Man on the Moon Man on the Moon and like I still remember Troubled Boy yeah I still remember listening to them. I think it's Man on the Moon uh, it's Man on the Moon 2 or 1 that has that uh, higher song I think that's the second higher. one yeah so I never heard of Kid Cudi until... Well, I've heard of Kid Cudi because I know the pursuit of happiness, records and shit like that. But I never listened to a whole record of his until my freshman year in high school. That's 09. So, I was in TV production class at that time. It used to be a kid that... Shout out TV production. It's a kid that used to be... Which, who, those who don't know people, because there's a lot of people listening to us that are overseas. P- TV production is basically... Uh, it's like running a news. That's basically it. You run yeah, the school news. Like you do the morning shows. You do the morning shows like, and you do run the school news. You're like a... Beat. Yeah. So... There's this kid that I used to, like, be super cool with. So I was a freshman. He was a senior at the time. So, you know, at, at that time, you look up to niggas that are, like, seniors because at that time, you're still looking for yourself, but they already know what they are yeah, at that like, time. think about it. You're, like, 13, 14, and these niggas yeah. are, like, 18, 19. Yeah, so he was like, yo, you never heard of Kid Cudi? So the nigga's name was, like, uh, Chevy Escobar. That's what he used to tell us to call him. His name is Chevy. I don't know what his real name is to this day, <laughs> and I always see him out. Um, shout out to you, though, if, if, if he listens to the, um... But he put me on to, to Cuddy. So all I used to do in that class, because uh, at that time they had it on that Piff, the Man on the Moon on that Piff, but it was slowed. So it was a slow chapter school. That, so I used to listen to Hire probably every morning going into that TV production class. I probably got an F in that class because I listened <laughs> to Man on the Moon so fucking much. And I didn't want to participate in none of that shit. Those who know, I don't like being in front of cameras. Those who know me, I don't like being in front of cameras. I'm not... A front of the camera guy. If I if I was to become a rapper, I'd be doomed. You niggas won't know what my face looks like. Nah. Like I don't like that shit. We like see her. Can't see her. Uh yeah, but that's the first time I listened to Man on the Moon, and I dude, that shit resonated with me heavy. Listening to Man on the Moon, like really heavy. That that album. So it's all about time and truth, yeah. age and moment. Yeah, I think that through those like through those growing years, like fifteen to eighteen. Not saying that you don't grow after that. Because well, a lot of people don't really find who they are as a person until they get, like, 25. Right. I don't think I fully find myself as a person now. I feel like now, like, as an adult, like, you gotta be either... It has to be super relatable or you gotta be going through some shit that's yeah. relatable to. 15 through 18, think of how much emotions you go through. Facts. Nigga, you catch a bone in one second, you're sad the next second, you're happy the next second, some bitch breaks up with you in the that's, next second. Yeah, her name is your password. That can be... <laughs> yeah, Tyler definitely wrote that when he was still in high school. Yeah. Like... That could be all in one day. How much emotions you go through as as a fucking teenager? Like, me as a teenager, I would, I would never do a podcast. Somebody would tell me to do a podcast, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not doing a podcast talking about fucking mics. Like, at that time, I, I barely talked to... I only talked to people I was cool with at the time. So... I don't even talk to my mom. Like, I love her. You think I'm talking to y'all? Like, the, like the escape at the, of those teenagers is through music. 
Because at that, at that time is when a lot of people feel like, you're not going through what I'm going through. Yeah, yeah. you don't understand But me when you grow up shit. later, it's when you find out that you all go through the same shit. Yeah. Everybody shits, pees, bleeds, you're breathes f- the same way as you do. You're a fucking herb and you're not special. Less that, another day. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I, that, that That's probably the thing that I learned the most like going through high school. Everybody goes through problems. It's not just you. Everybody goes through problems. I think that's the things that resonates with kids the most is that like kids lash out because... They feel like it's just them. If they, they feel like it's, it's only them, that their life is only like that. But everybody, it's that, that's what Instagram is to me. Everybody's just showing that they have a great life, but everybody knows you have fucking problems. Facts. Like, that's what it is to me. That's why I don't like watching vloggers and shit, because, like, that's just corny to me. Like That's just a show. It's really a show. It but is. at the same time, don't post videos of you crying. I don't want to see oh, that. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. <laughs> if you if you, if you you post a video of you crying, you should, they should delete your Instagram on spot. Like, immediately. Like, like it, it should be against terms of service. You cannot be that emotional if you have time to pull out your phone and fucking record yourself crying. Because you, you got to pull out your phone, pick the right song to cry to. Exactly. And, and zoom in on your face. You know how much times people cry and they crop that shit? Like, ah, oh, this isn't a good cry video. And yeah. do it again. I'm like, oh, I didn't get the right lyrics like, on this. Fuck out of here. Get out of here with but that yo, bullshit. Speaking of TV production, Master of None. Oh, sure. so yeah, so, so yeah, that was a horrible transition. Nah, that's a pretty good one. Now it was it would have been a good transition if I didn't say that that was a horrible transition. So I right. so yeah, um, I have Master of None up here right now because I just finished watching season two. That show is a really great show. Um, the thing that the thing that really resonates with me with the, with that show in Atlanta and stuff like that is that they are perfectly depicting what we're going through in this time frame of life, like perfectly doing it. I don't think TV shows. I don't think. T- there's a lot of TV shows that tell you how it was going through at that time. It's usually that they do a TV show in the future, back looking back at that time. Yeah, like we are literally going through exactly what is going on. Like in Atlanta, how much rap? How much people you know that have friends who are trying to become rappers? And it's just like that. I think what Master of None and Atlanta do best is that they capture the real like tenses and awkwardnesses of real exactly. converse, of real conversation it, it's like it's really like. it's like fresh prince if you the, if they would have did all the stuff that goes on in the fresh prince life like the times that he didn't get the girl well they do that in fresh prince yeah. but like what's going on in his mind when he didn't get the girl what's going on in his mind when that and, and like they show why and like yeah. how i didn't work yeah like they'll, they'll show like uh to me i i counted for them to be comedians so in in the comedian's mind they Cause I, I I listen to a lot of comedian shit. Joe Rogan, uh, Tom Segura, um, Joey Diaz, the best comedian out. Dave Chappelle, like how they dissect things. Like something that shouldn't be funny, they make funny. So I think it's easy for Aziz and well, I wouldn't say easy, but I think it's like easier for Aziz and Charles Gambino to take what's going on right now in life and making it funny. Like I don't think there's because they make things yeah. that shouldn't. Be relatable because it's not happening to you, like super. But you relatable. know it's happening to other people. Yeah. That's what's going on though. Like, That's the they thing. make it a situation like, where like you could feel yourself in. We're not rappers, but we know a lot of paper boys. It's true. But and then uh, we know a lot of urns. We know a lot of niggas that are just trying to make it. We know a lot of niggas like Aziz. Uh, well, Aziz and Urn are basically the same person except one's black and one's Indian. <laughs> well, they're both minorities, but they go through things differently. Yeah. Because they see my, uh, Indians differently from them what they see uh, black people. Hello. But that that shit's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so on Master of None, the thing that I see on Master of None in Atlanta is like there's no like laugh out loud moments like, oh this shit is fucking hilarious. Nice. It's one of those TV shows that you'll probably laugh out loud like five or six times throughout a season. 
but it's a really good show. So it's like, the way that I like that shit is like, you know it's funny. It has a dark undertone, but you know it's funny. So it's kind of like watching a drama comedy. Yeah. But you know it's more comedy than drama. What I like about it most is that like, it's so real. Is that like, you know, in like so many shows, like the characters just, so many good things happen to them. But in like Master of None in Atlanta, like, Something would happen, and something terribly shitty exactly. would happen. And it's like back and forth, like it's always happening. Like if you haven't watched these shows, whatever, you can just when you hear when when you hear any of this, you just skip through it. Yeah. But like a master of none, like when when he's trying to get the Italian chick, yeah. when he goes through the different women that he doesn't like, like he goes through, like it's so relatable because you know it's a lot of people that are going on Tinder where he does the Tinder dates and he goes to Tinder and nothing works. Yeah. And then you meet like the weird girls on Tinder and then the girl who just wants to be friends on Tinder. Like I'm personally not on Tinder but I know a lot of people who are on Tinder and these are stories that they have. And then he gets the girl and he's with the girl for two years and then he figures out at a wedding that he doesn't want to be with that girl. Two whole years. And then he finds out, then, then the girl from Italy comes back, after he comes back from Italy, and then they say, he's like, oh, this is the girl that I want, but she has a boyfriend, which has happened to me multiple nice. times. Um, and then, at the end, they get together or whatever, but it's showing the progression of where things take time in, in the world. Like, you have to go through trials and tribulations to get to where you're trying to go. Yeah. The journey is more important than the end. It's, what, it's basically what I get from, the, from those type of shows, is that you're going to have a lot of problems, but it's, the way I see it is, like, if I put all the shit that went on with me in my life in a show like that, like, it'll be more relatable to me. Like, oh, shit, that shit was funny. Yeah. Rather than, like, rather than, like, me, like, dwelling on stuff like that. Yeah, and what's good about the show is that in Atlanta and Master of None, from, like, they're, they're each only two seasons in right yeah. now. From episode one of season one to the end of episode... So the end of the last episode of season two, years have gone by. Yeah. But they're still struggling through the same shit. It's exactly. just real life. Yeah. And it's in the same similarities too that and now in this world, a lot of people want to be either music artists or actors. And it's yeah. is an actor and Paperboy is an, uh, a rapper. Uh, and fucking, uh, what's, the, what's his name on the show? What? What's the, uh, Charles Gambino's name on the show? Earn. Earn. So yeah, Earn is trying to be the manager like, I feel like nowadays less people want to work nine to five, yeah. like regular nine to five. People want to do things that they're passionate about. So that's why I think that they, we're getting through in life like that. And then they they each have like a character like each other. Like there's a paper boy, there's a big funny nigga yeah. Arnold Paper Boy. Yeah. Rather than but Arnold's just a, a, a extra character and Paper Boy is kind of like the main extra character on there. And then you have Darius, who's just hilarious. And then you have the 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 black chick. Tracy. From, Oh, the black chick? From, um... Oh, Master the girl. girl. Um, Denise. Oh, Denise. Yeah. So, th they have, like, playing parts like that. And then you have... Charlie Gambino's is a girl on the show. Yeah. Whatever her name is. I forgot her name, too. Um, I feel bad. But you got her, and then you have the girl from Italy for a season. Sorry. There's a lot of similarities in that. But the way they, they, they write and shoot that show... But if you haven't seen either of these shows, watch them. Yeah, that that's definitely recommended, 1,000%, yeah. to watch those two shows. If you haven't watched them. Um, but and, yeah, watch up to the point in Master of None where you hear "Hey cuties" and watch to the that <laughs> episode's hilarious. And watch to Atlanta until you see the barbershop episode to decide if you like. See, it or there's not. A, there's a few episodes where I'm like, that episode was completely hilarious. Like they put the episode in there to be like, Facts. this I can write funny shit yeah. if I wanted I was like, to. Like yo, we can be funny if we want to. But that we gotta it, hold on. that Italy episode is fucking hilarious, like one thousand percent hilarious, and that. And that Barbara episode when that's hilarious too, cause we know people like that. Exactly. Like that. If if anybody, well, like I said, y'all y'all should have skipped it anyways. 
That fucking barber episode is literally my fucking uncle. My uncle owns a barbershop. That's my uncle. He'll be the type of nigga to tell you, come in at 10, you won't get a haircut till 12, and then his brother will come with food at 12, and then he'll be like, yo, let me eat. And I'll, I'll, I'll eat, I'll let you eat. But the thing is, you never leave your fucking barber because he knows your fucking haircut the most. He knows Any, your skull, bro. Anytime I get a haircut that is not in the city that I'm from by my uncle, and I go get a haircut in another city, they always fuck up my haircut. You know why? Because I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I get on my hair because this nigga's been cutting my hair since I was fucking four. Wait, you don't even tell him what to do? He's like, yo, you want the same? That's it. That's it. Yo, you want the same? That's it. Last time... Uh, my cousin, so my cousin gets a fade and I get a, a tape blowout. So he was like, yo, you want the same? He confused us and he gave me a fade. But I get fades too, so like it doesn't matter to me. It's like hilarious. It doesn't matter. Yo, you want the same? That's why when I went to, when, when, when he goes away and I go get a haircut, they're like, yo, what does he do to your hair? And I'm like, I have no fucking clue. This nigga's literally been cutting my hair since I was four. It's like, yo, just I've been getting the hair, same haircut since I was four, seven in time in high school when I had the boozy fade at that time. You had a boozy fade? 1,000%. I had a ball fade 1,000%. All through high school, probably like my my first my sophomore year and my junior year, half my junior. Yeah. Then I started getting back regular haircut. We could have been homies. I had the boozy fade too. No, you did not. Yeah, did. This this photo got. Yeah, I have photos too. It's on, it's on Facebook. I'm gonna delete Facebook, but yeah. So that's why that episode so relatable to me. If you know, if you haven't seen the episode, to give you all some backstories, like uh, he gets in, he has an appointment. He was like, "Wait, I'm not cutting your hair yet." So he gets he goes and cuts his girlfriend's son's, son's hair. And then after that, they go pick up lumber construction at a construction site. If those who don't know, people who don't own barbershops, my uncle owns a barbershop, so I don't know this part of it. But barbers have multiple jobs. Like they're just a barber to be a barber, but they have multiple jobs. Like there's people in the barbershop who sell clothes, Jordans, all this shit, like Gucci belts, all this shit. Like they they always have extra hustle. Like that's what I'm saying. But yeah, just just watch these two shows if you haven't. And dog, you want Zach's piece? Nigga, you know I love Zaxby's. You like Zaxby's? You know I love Zaxby's. Don't play with me. Nigga, don't play with me. I love Zaxby's. That's the, 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 for those who don't know what we're talking about, that's hilarious. That's a fucking hilarious ass part of that show. Uh, any new show you watching? Uh, yeah, watching? yeah, yeah. So, the dude from Borat in those movies, yeah. he's got a show called uh, Who is America? And it's basically, he's in a bunch of character roles. And he, like, actually gets real politicians and, like, real, like, people in authority. And, like, he tricks them into saying and doing wild shit. What the fuck? Yeah, I remember watching, I think it was Borat 2. I, I was just coming back from, I forgot what city I was coming back from at that time. I, either way, I was on a plane I was watching Borat 2. I don't know why the fuck I was watching Borat 2. It was a long-ass time ago. I think I was, like, a sophomore freshman at that time. So... I remember I was watching that movie, and this is crazy how life works. It, life always like works like this with me. So I was in Borat too. My pa, uh, my brother came to pick me up from the airport, and when I got there, Borat was on the TV. Well, I was searching through the TV on the living room. My dad was sleeping in the living room that day. He probably got in trouble or some shit. Um, <laughs> so I was switching. I was switching through the direct TV. I was watching. Uh, I was oh shit, Borat's on. I left Borat too on, and I walked out. So. In, the, in my living room, it's like a 16-inch TV, and then it's the couch facing like everybody's living room has a TV in it. So, <laughs> I walk back out when my when my dad wakes up in the middle of the night because he's getting some water some shit. And the part of Borat 2, whoever seen it, I think it's Borat 2, Borat 1. when he's fucking the sumo? Yeah, when he's fucking the fat dude. Remember the fat dude, like, yeah. wrestling there naked? Yeah. And my dad was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? I was like, nigga, I don't know, you're watching yeah, it. Like. Their dicks out and everything. It's basically the same thing, but with real people. Yeah. Like, he got, like, 
many politicians to like say that it's we should give guns to like preschoolers. <laughs> There's a lot of shows that have been out lately. Yeah. Netflix has been doing a really good job right. with shows. And it's only uh, like two like, or three episodes. Is it like Riverdale and Netflix original? Nah. I've never watched Riverdale. Riverdale's not. It's actually from TV. They just have like a deal with Netflix. I've, I've never watched Riverdale. Um, nah, Riverdale's trash, but it's like good trash. It's like Pretty Little Liars level of trash. Pretty Little Liars was... I only got hooked on Pretty Little Liars because the girl I was yeah. dating at the time. Basically every man ever. But after after I watched the first, the first season with her and then like I wasn't dating her anymore... And then I was trying to watch the second season. I'm like, wait, so the premise of this is that it's a, it's a new A every time. Like, yep. Basically, if you didn't watch Pretty Little Liars in high school, you were single your whole high school career. That's it. <laughs> crazy, crazy shit that we do for women that we're dating with. It's like, not even that we do it. It was just like, it just happens when you're with them, it's on. Yeah, it's on. Uh, so, things I've been watching lately on Netflix is, uh, so I watched Gamora. Gamora's an Italian mob uh, series. On Netflix, it's really good. It has subtitles, so if you're a lazy ass nigga, then don't watch it. Um, this guy. Uh, Wrestling development. I've been watching the new season of that that they had on Netflix, but I, I'm I'm just watching that because that's a classic comedian show. I usually tend to stick to watching the same shit. Comedians and cars and coffees. I've I've, I've watched. I still that. gotta watch that. Uh, Amazing interiors. I like that show, but certain episodes. I like another show that they have that's um, it's basically like an uh extravagant house or some shit like that on Netflix. Where it's, it's they just showing extravagant houses on there, but the lady who narrates the show is a fucking creep. It's an old ass lady, and she's always like looking at dudes like kind of weird and shit like that. So I don't watch that show no more. Uh, and The Office, I always watch The Office. I watch The Office like every night, one thousand percent. I watch The Office every night. That's like my favorite, one of my favorite shows of all yeah. time. I haven't been on Netflix because uh, my ex girlfriend changed the password, so I can't get on. You but... can take, you can have my Netflix, nigga. Oh, it's fucking lit. Yeah, yeah. but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just recently saw, uh, watched Master of None, uh, Master of None Season 2. That show is fucking great. Like, that show is probably, like, top out of, like, the last decade shows. It's, it's, it's really, really good. good because if it existed on TV, it probably wouldn't be good. No. Because on a week-to-week basis, it wouldn't survive. I think a lot of shows would have been better if you they can cuss. Like, I feel like, Jerry, I feel like Seinfeld is a really good show. Like, Seinfeld's, like, Seinfeld's top great. two shows. But... How much better would it be if niggas could cuss on Seinfeld? But I, I, but then again, I feel like the obscurity of Seinfeld is what made it funny. Because, for example, those who haven't watched Seinfeld, they have an episode where they have uh, a bet of who can last the longest without masturbating. And so so the premise of the show is like they're looking at a lady who's changing across the street yeah. in, the, in her apartment. So Kramer, one of the main characters, is, goes to his, his room and like it just pans off. And he comes back and he just slams fifty dollars on the table because he lost. But it it's more of you. It's more of a thinking game. Like uh, I feel like, like it when they do. They don't res- say outright. Yeah, when they do restrictions like that, it makes for better. It writing. makes for better. It makes for better writing because you have to be more clever. Yeah, and that's what Seinfeld is all about. Clever. Not yeah, it's it's all know. wit. It's all wit. That's what that's one thing that I love that that I love in women wit because wit entails being humorous and intelligent at the same yeah. time. Like if we got good banter, I'll probably nut in you. Josh, stop. This nigga's violent. Uh, yeah, so those are shows we watch. So we're going to move on to the Burn CD tracks of the week. Yeah. Uh, you want to start it? This? Oh, nah, you, you started start off. All right, so this week I have um, the Trap Called Quest, Find My Way. Those who are going to be looking for it on Spotify, apparently that record is not on Spotify. We looked on all the fucking uh, on the albums, but I think Caesar said he's making uh, an Apple Music an version. Apple Music one. So it'll be on Apple Music for those who have Apple shout Music. Out, please, yo, Caesar, yeah, please make it Caesar. public. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sir, 
featuring uh, Masaigo, Masaigo, which is a really good artist, a really good R&B artist. Cert, I feel like, is a really underrated artist. He's a TDE artist. He's an R&B artist as well. I think he's yeah, R&B and rap. Uh, it's, a, it's a song called Ooh Na Na. That song is super hard. What's my name? See, that's all I think about when I think <laughs> about that song, but that song is super hard. Then I have so, uh Hold on, is Rihanna washed? No. Right, Rihanna is, uh, is our generation's Beyonce. Our generation's Beyonce's Beyonce. No, I mean like not our generation's the next generation's Beyonce. Because nah. the way they look up to Rihanna is like how they look up to Beyonce. Like nah. anything Rihanna does is like is is like ridiculous. Nah, they got Ariana Grande. Alright, stop. Come on. Alright, finish your list, bro. Um Master of None Beach House. Um, for those who don't know, Mass of None Beach House is a that's a that's a, Mass of None is a band the name of the song is Beach House. They I think that record is the record that um, the weekend part uh, the weekend sample for the party after after party. I thought he did it for Glass Table Girls. I think it's the party after 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 uh. party. Uh, then we have Snoop and Pharrell. Let's get blown, which was the record that we have on the intro. And then the last one just took me to a vibe of 2013 is ASAP Rocky's Angels. Alright. So that's his, that's Tokyo E's uh, editions. I I want to make it clear, this playlist is on Spotify. Please listen to it. It's only, one of my records is on Spotify. And this is a trial record. That shit should be on Spotify. Listen, bro. Get it clear, Spotify. Get it clear. Yeah, so my five for the week. I got My my Right Lung by Action Bronson. (laughs) Hard record. Hard record. It's just that he's so repetitive on that song, trying to be a troll, and I can't listen to that song all the time. I can relate to it. I get my right lung if I could dunk a basketball just once. I've never dunked a ball in my life. I've hung on a rim, but I've never dunked a ball. Me neither, so that's why I want to. I got Footsteps in the Dark by the Isley Brothers. Yeah. Once you hear it, you'll know exactly. Once you hear that song, you will notice. Yeah. If if you listen to a lot of music, you'll notice like 18 samples in that song. Yeah. That's why I love old records the most because you get to pick shit out. Not even. Old records just have more like spontaneity. Like where it's like... My mess is spontaneity. Yeah, it's just like you you, you just jam sessions and they'll they'll bring one person in to do such and such and then uh, it's just spontaneity. That you can't play for more than like three seconds. So cut that <laughs> yeah, shit off. We'll get some right away. Those, 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 those dudes don't play. Yeah. Uh, my next track is uh, Cannonball by San Morimoto. For mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, who that is um, he's an affiliate with Pivot Gang, which is like Saba and those guys in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then my next track is Liberation by Outkast. My favorite Outkast song, probably. For real? Yeah, I really like this one. I think. I know when they just get together with CeeLo, it's bro. It's his legendary like. Yeah, it's like Atlanta shit. Yeah, it's got CeeLo, Erica Badu, just. Uh, Good track and my last track is a uh, Red Dot Music by Mac Miller and Action Bronson. You really like Mac Miller? I really do. Mac, Mac Miller is Ma- in my top five. Mac, oh come on, are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty serious. All right, I we gotta run through five. the top five right now. Then. My top five that I like that to you listen like, to. That you like to listen I to. What's your top five? That I like to listen yes. to. What's your top five? Six nine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback to like episode two. That's a throwback to every fucking episode. All right, so I got Earl Kanye. Three stacks, Mac, and then fifth is in contention for someone who I can't probably remember right now. Probably. 50 cent? I thought you said fifth, like 50. No, no my fifth five. is in like contention. I'll probably put uh, Tyler. But right. this is like rap that, affiliate. That you, that you personally like to listen to. Yeah, rap artists I personally like to listen to. All right, so if I, if I personally had to do a... Wait, did I say Doom? No, you didn't say Doom. Then I'll put it Because that's why I'm starting off with I'll put it I'm doing Doom 1, 2J, 3 Push, 4... No... Well, this, this is not in chronological order. So, Push, Pharrell, and that last one is interchangeable with Three Stacks. Jada. Jada. Um, I feel like I have one more person that, that I would say. Omarion. 
Omar Omar does not get the credit that he I wasn't saying that Omarion is a is a fucking monster. I wasn't saying that as a joke. Um, Bad Bunny. No, no, no. We said rappers, nigga. Bad Bunny's a rapper. They like reggaeton though, it's different. Um, I, I, but yeah, so that's gonna be interchangeable with three stacks of Jada. Um, which is that's not really off my top five list. Regardless, like my top five MC list is probably Doom, uh, Jay, Nas, Black Thought. And push. Well, I thought it has to be that. I think MC list and what I like to listen to is totally different. Yeah, like, there, there's, there's an overlap. But. There's three different lists that that you, you can do. The list that you personally like the most, uh, the list of the biggest rappers. Yeah, and then then the, and then the list of the, the lyricists. best rappers. Yeah, like yeah. the best lyricist rappers. Like that's the thing. So, and all those hope is either gonna be one or two, and on my, on all of those. That's how. Fucking monumental hove is. I think hove's got to be in it. No matter the person, it's got to be in at least one of those lists. And number one on one of those lists. Well, at least hold a spot in one of those lists. Oh, well, hove is on those lists. All of them. Yeah. But no, no. Well, if there's a lot, there's a lot of uh, super rap enthusiasts like the underground niggas who probably won't put hove in the best lyrics all the time. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of rappers who lyrics lyrically like rap really like Black Thought, Black Thought, uh, Doom, Pharaoh. Uh, Scarface is a really good Scarface. fucking rapper. Face doesn't get his his, his acknowledgement. He gets I want to know who's gonna be. Rappers. I want to I want to know who's gonna be that rapper that we listen to now. That later in the years we're gonna be like, yo, he didn't get the recognition that he deserves. There's a lot of rappers that I feel like go under the table right now because a lot of people, um, like Dom Kennedy. <laughs> Dom Kennedy is a classic California artist, but I feel like a lot of people's. Uh, like reasoning for not liking rappers is m- like more social media shit, like memes and shit. Like Cole, for example. Yeah. It, like a lot of people don't like him because like. Oh, Cole, he's, at he's the same born. time, Cole's so big, so it can't be Cole. Well, no, no, I know that, but I'm saying like I'm just using that as an example of how Twitter can skew your your fucking opinion on somebody. Yeah. Twitter will make you think that it's like Joe, for example. Joe, Joe will be that for me. Joe Budden. Yeah, Joe Budden will be that because Joe Budden spits better than. Pfft, 90% of rappers. 1,000%. He spat better than that. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's retired. He's retired. But, and a lot of niggas got his, their style from Joe. Because Joe just, was... They just don't know. Joe was the lyrical rapper who made love music, who made music about his relationship. I mean, you got to tie that back into whoever you think it is. But this, this it's one guy. of the, You know who it is. Um, but Joe was that nigga. Like, Joe was the person who had the... The only thing was that Joe wasn't the person that... It's an industry nigga like that. Yeah. So he didn't like flow through the industry well. But I feel like if Joe would have. But Joe was kind of wild early too, though, because he got snuffed by Raekwon really early too. He didn't get snuffed. He just got punched in the face. Nigga, they kidnapped that nigga. What are you he talking didn't get about? Snuffed, though. He, what do you mean? <laughs> snuff is getting punched, nigga. Raekwon rocked his ass. You gotta fall down and get snuffed. Nah, nah. <laughs> that's getting KO'd, nigga. If you're if you, if you dropping. I have, I have... Nah, because KO means you don't get back up. He got back up. Nigga. Alright. <laughs> I, I, don't, I know the details of that stuff, but I don't, I don't really want to talk about that shit because that was a super long ass time ago. Go do your Googles about that shit. Yeah, I want somebody... Who would get punched right now that'd be super satisfying? Actually, nobody. We don't promote violence. On this nah, I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't never like... Because it's music shit. Yeah. Like, that's like a motherfucker who... Talking shit to you, like, 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 for example, like anybody knows that you sitting in the lunchroom or whatever, and we going, we we going at each other, and 
A nigga just gets up like, I bet, I bet I could fight though. That just shows me that you weren't intelligent enough to come back like, with anything else. Pussy. It's like, and I'll beat your ass too. Let's say I got a B on a math test and you got a D and you want to fight. You're a fucking goofball. <laughs> <laughs> I never had that happen to me, but all right. Uh, what, you never got a B on a math test. No, I've never had got a grade and the person got a lower grade than me and I'm like, yo, I want to fight you because you got a better grade than me. I'm like, nigga. Shit. At, at that point, for principle, I'll probably smack the fuck out of you. <laughs> I'll do a Nipsey Hussle smack and you, you'll sit back down. <laughs> Stop, nigga. I gotta, I gotta cut them the fuck. So, uh, DSM did a, a Converse. They have, they have a Converse collab. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that collab is a really like... It's super low-key. It's, I don't think it's going to be low-key. I think that it's going to sell out. No, I mean, like, the design-wise. No, the design-wise is very minimalistic, but yeah. it's in a good way. It, it looks like an old-school... It looks like an old-school vintage... Uh, it's like they brought the the Converse 1 back from, like, the 70s. Yeah. And so just brought like, it back. It looks like a vintage, because it... Rather than it being white on the toe tip, it looks like that aged yeah. cream. So it's basically like the, the one-star, but they switched up the stitching... Yeah, I got like a better. I think pattern. I got a, D, a DSM wide yeah, uh, stitching on it. It's just dope street market. It's, it's dope. It's dope. It's cool. I like I like that shit. The thing is now I gotta decide which one I wanna buy. Wanna black. buy that one star DSM, or do I wanna buy the black uh the black and white van uh vintage van the retro one that they just put out the sport retro looks that they just put out. Definitely these Converse's, bro. But I feel like it's the the DSM wide ones are gonna be like a hundred something because it's a DSM wide collab, and the vans is sixty bucks. They're sixty bucks. Yeah, they're sixty dollars. These, these are hard. Though. Yeah, they're hard. They're both hard. Knowing me, knowing me, I'll cop yeah, both. One thousand percent. You're talking to a person who use, who cop Air Force Ones, probably like two pairs every week. Or, uh, in my later days, I cop the Vans old schools. Yeah. I I probably got no yeah, like yeah. fifteen pairs of Vans old schools. Who do you think spent more? Now. Who do you think spent more on Air Force Ones? You or G Herbo? G Herbo for sure. They they buy they buy mad shit uh, for sure. Nigga, so, so compared to me, there's a lot of people who buy it. Nigga, all them niggas in Harlem, if, if they wear them shit for an hour, they probably throw them shits away. Like, Fat Joe, That's for example, crazy. he used to throw, he said he used to throw away or give away a shoe uh, after every time he wore it. Nigga, that's a lot of shoes. I can't. I just replaced a pair of Vans after four years. Exactly. <laughs> I, I can't do that. Well, with Vans, I could do it. Like, now I'm starting to, like, get into my groove with that shit where, like, I like age on. Yeah. I still, I still, something in my mind like blocks me with the Air Force, with all my Air Force ones. Like, yeah. if they start getting dirty, I'm not gonna clean them. But, like, I used to beat my shoes to death. The thing but is, now I'm like, there's a difference between age and dirty. The thing there's a, there's a connection between me and that Air Force One thing, cause that's when my parents only used to buy me two pairs of sneakers every year. So I would get Air Force One for my birthday and yeah. Air Force One for Christmas, which my birthday's in the beginning of the school year all the time. So I would have to clean it all the way to Christmas. So I've cleaned Air Force One so much in my life and got good at cleaning them shit so much in my life that I'm like, I'm not cleaning another fucking pair of shoes again. If, I, 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 said that shit, I said No, I said that shit as I was a kid. Like, once I started getting money, I'm never cleaning the shoe again. Now I look at my fucking closet. I got hundreds and hundreds of pairs of sneakers in my closet. Talk that shit, bro. No, I'm just saying, that's how crazy that shit connects in life. Like, everything is connected. In this, in, in your mind, everything is connected to something that happened to you in your life. Like, I know why I don't wear uh, the same sneakers over and over. Like, well, now I'm starting to start wearing just the same sneakers. Like, I feel like when you, like, find what you like in the look, you wear that look a lot. Like, for example, Kim Kardashian says that if you go in Kanye's closet... It's a lot of the same shit. Like, yeah. you'll buy a lot of the same shit over and over again. I'm the same way. Like, I would buy a lot of the same shit over and over. If I'm buying a Uniqlo white tee, I'm buying 
I'm thinking 10 unique little white tees. It's like you almost get like a uniform almost. Yeah, it's like that's, a uniform. That's what Rap Simmons said. He's like, why the fuck would I have a super diverse closet? I just wear the shit that I feel good in all, all exactly. the time. Exactly. You know, you, you know what looks good on you. You know what color looks good on you. You know what cuts look good on you. Just buy the same shit yeah. over and over. Exactly. And you're straight. Like, and you know that if... Especially if it's hot fashion shit, it's going to come back in style all the time. That's why... It's like, basically like classic shit. Yeah, for example, like turtlenecks, peacoats... Uh, trousers, crewnecks, well, are always. never going out of style. White tees, all never. that shit, jeans, all that shit's never going out of style. Yeah, be a little fucking Supreme shirt that says "fuck my mom in the butthole." That's that's out. <laughs> I feel like they do have a shirt like that that says that shit for real though. Like they have that shirt that I sent you that I want to get too. That that's that really one that we missed. Remember, it's 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 like pooty train or some shit like that. Oh, Pussy train, or punani the, train, or some the shit. Punani train. Yeah, yeah, that shirt is hard though. But I like it because the illustration of the artist who who uh, I, I don't remember the artist's funny. name right now, but I like the illustration on there. Um, so yeah, uh, so this this, this is gonna be a whole bunch of crazy things. Uh, Apple becomes the first trillionaire, uh, the trillion dollar company. Shout out. Uh, but I don't know what they're basing that trillion dollars off. Like, is that a market cap or is that, like, revenue or is that where your net worth of the company is? Like, you can sell it for a million dollars. I mean, trillion dollars, dollars at a time. I have no idea where the Nigga, you just clipped it. From. Yeah, I just read it. All right, so we'll go through the article and tell me what it is. Dog, chill. I don't even know what this means. It basically means... Nigga, you're an economics major. But I didn't read the article, so I don't know what this means. I'm telling you to read it now. Oh. All right, so basically, after reading the article for six seconds, oh I've God, come to the, the point the where, like, I think it's market cap. It has to be market cap because I don't think that they can sell that company for a trillion dollars right now. It's basically at the value of each share right now. Yeah, all right. So yeah. is it's valued at a trillion. If right. you were to buy so it, it, it makes sense. Share. It makes sense. But then, but their shares of the company is not that expensive. Like two hundred dollars a share. Two hundred and six. Yeah. So what is the market cap of these companies that I see on my fucking? Uh, on Robinhood? No, not on Robinhood. I don't. I don't use the app. Um, on, on my uh, what's that shit? On my stocks app on 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 iPhone. So there's an app. There's there's a fucking company on here. The abbreviation for the company is O W J, and the fucking share of that company is twenty five thousand. So what the fuck is the market cap for that company? There's probably not that many shares of it. My I don't know. Because there's probably millions. That's that's just online gambling, nigga. That's that's what that's what fucking diversifying your bonds and fucking all that shit. It's just marketing gambling. Because the next day that now. shit can just fucking drop. Listen, brother, I read a Wu Tang financial book. Yeah. So mark, yeah, diversify your bonds. Diver- diversify your bonds, yeah. Diversify Trust these banks bonds. if you want to, nigga. I didn't say that. Banks are fucking grimy. I didn't say that. Uh, yeah, they are insured, so rob the bank. <laughs> yeah, they're insured to a certain amount of yeah. money. So rob the I bank. think it's like two hundred grand or some shit like that. that shit. Yeah, but oh, all right. So so what happened? Yeah, they're insured for that much amount of money. All right. So put where it like, that money come from, King? No, not not even where that money come from. Say we have another Great Depression and everybody goes to the bank to take out the money that is insured. Can't happen, bro. The banks are too big to fail. Get the fuck out of here. So <laughs> that's why everybody was scared of Bitcoin, right? So if Bitcoin's washed. Yeah, I think there's a reason why Bitcoin's washed. I guarantee you, all that shit's gonna come back anyways. But um. For example, if everybody ha- happens another Great Depression, everybody has to get their money back. At, at the same time, this is the same scenario of the, de- uh, the Great Depression. So uh, you tell me everybody can get their two hundred grand back. No, out of definitely the bank. not. Well, the thing is, they how much it. how much people how much percentage of people have two hundred grand in the bank to take out? The majority of the people don't even have a grand in their yes, bank account. Uh, damn, Jesus Christ! No, there was like a study that came out in twenty fifteen that if there was an emergency right now that cost you four hundred dollars, like sixty percent of Americans couldn't afford it. 
Damn, that's sad as fuck. That says a lot about our society. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking... A $400 emergency, nigga? Yeah. That's fucked There's up. There's a point in my life where I fit that bracket, but not now, you broke-ass bitches. I never had a bank until I got, until I got like, a lot of money. I, I, I didn't like banks. I, don't, I didn't really Man's believe in banks like box, that. Nike box. That's what I'm saying. I said that shit earlier in the podcast. I still um, got yeah, the Nike box, because it's not filled with money. But... You feel me? <laughs> my whole thing is, how, if it's insured, how, how are you going to pay? Like, if they paid everybody back, for the two hundred grand, that, that, like say if everybody had two hundred grand, they pay everybody back for that two hundred grand that was insured. What the fuck that would do to the economy, nigga? It'll be ruined. Yeah, exactly. Because if the banks are insured, who insures the insurers? The think, Rothschilds, think nigga. On it. But yeah, the Rothschilds. Now wouldn't like Jay Electronics? No, no, no. Well, we not gonna talk about that shit because I don't want our podcast to randomly get taken off of fucking uh, ran- SoundCloud yeah, or whatever. We randomly get JFK'd. But do do your re- do your research on the Rothschilds and you'll see what I'm what the fuck right. I'm talking about. But, uh, so, Ikea's relaunching, um, a 1950s to 2000, uh, to, 2000, to the year 2000. Celebrate their 75th they're, anniversary. They're doing pieces from that time. I really like this idea. Because that way you don't have to go to vintage shops and buy expensive, overpriced furniture. Like, if I for a mahogany dresser from the 70s, I'm going to have to pay, like, five grand if I go into one of these vintage shops. It's just... Alright, so this is one of the few articles that I actually looked at yeah. before we started talking about. I looked at it, I saw the pictures, after that I just went, hmm, it's cool. And I closed yeah. it. The, the thing is, there, there's a there's a certain type of person that is going to buy this type of stuff. Right. Who like, like who likes to have like a certain era in their home. Like, for example, on that uh, amazing interior uh, thing that I watched on Netflix, there's a guy, he's a... He's a, he's a uh, He's a, not an artist. He's a fucking a writer. So writer. he's an author. So he has a house where it's like 13 rooms, and in every room it's through a different period of time, through a different uh, continent or country. So like you'll have a room of like Asia in the 1950s or 19. Uh, well, that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So every every part of his house has a different thing. Like that would fit this guy. Yeah, one thousand percent. That would fit this guy. But I don't think that that's gonna go crazy for everybody. But I don't think they're doing that for everybody. Nah, I just think it's just, it's really interesting if you want to have like a piece of that time period in your home. I, if I definitely have a lot, if I definitely had a loft, I'd buy a couple of these fucking. Yeah, but uh, I feel like if you buy one, you gotta buy the whole set. Cause what if you got like a, a chair from the seventies next to a couch from like two thousand eight? That's what I like. I like. That's weird. I, I, that's the same way as you dressing expensive and and uh, cheap. Well, I think if you put it's it together thing. correctly, the juxtaposition. Exactly. If you put every it, the thing is, if you put anything correctly together, it's gonna fit. Damn. That, that's the thing. It's, a, it's no different from you learning how to uh, dress or music. Like, you can mix two different... Actually, Bronson rapping over that, that Italian beat should not sound good, but it sounds right. great. The Pepe Lopez off of uh, Blue Chips 2. That, <laughs> that shit should not sound good, but that's one of my favorite records of Action Bronson. He rapped over... Uh, and a classic Italian record. He rapped over a lot of shit, to be honest. He does have a lot of weird samples. Exactly. That's that's what makes him good. The obscurity of his samples and then Damn. his 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 like form of rapping of, the, of like the New York style rap. Listeners, if you know anyone, uh, preferably a woman who's into interior design in the age range of twenty to twenty four, hit my line. Why are you trying to you trying to get her? Facts. Serious inquiries only. Serious inquiries only. Back page has been shut like, down. Architecture, interior design, any of these. I, re- I really like, do have a uh, like a. Like, I have a serious admiration. For yeah, that's that. what I was gonna say. For like architect, uh, like architects, and, and like, like just any kind of design. People who take that job seriously, I have, I have like, 
Art, the art, for example, in New York, they have a like a Jenga, uh, like a jigsaw. No, not, not jigsaw. It's a Jenga, the game that you make the box out of. Stacks. Yeah. yeah, they have a they have a building like that. Like that takes some art to, for cool people for people to build. Like that, I like that type of shit where you you did something that you really liked and then you made it to where some to something that everybody would like, rather than you just building another hipster. Gentrified, same looking things. A, br- a brick, a brick house. Yeah, a, a brick fucking with, restaurant with with the fucking patio with the ferns out. Yeah, fuck out then, of here. Uh, the spritzers you, on you top. You have fucking vinyls, and then you have that same light bulb that's that, like that a, the Ikea yellow bulb light bulb with the cage. And, fuck and, out of here. Everybody knows exactly what we're talking about when we're You're saying selling this. free range percent. eggs. You got the arugula in a fucking little tin can. Whoa, Yo, whoa, fuck my free dick. range egg, eggs. It's legitness. That's legitness. <laughs> Look, bro, there's no such thing as free-range eggs because chickens are never free. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, but that, 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 that is, that's the thing I said. Uh, Noah dropped the Frog Skateboard. I never heard of this Frog Skateboard brand. Noah is top five. I never heard of this, this brand. I feel like Noah is like what Supreme was when it was cool. Facts. Noah's amazing. It, no, that's, what, that's what Noah is right now because I feel like only like the niggas who really know are up on Noah are up on Noah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Frog Skateboard is just like a really cool, smaller, independent skateboard brand. That's, That's why I like that they did that shit. Um, the pieces on here, based too. Uh, the, the pieces on here I really like. Like, there's like five, six pieces. I like majority of the pieces, 1,000% on here. What I like about Noah is that they really combined a lot of the... The collegiate streetwear style they're known for, but with skateboarding. So that's what this collab is. So if you like preppy shit and you like... Grimy they do do a lot of preppy shit. Yeah. That's, why, that's probably why I like this shit, because yeah. at a time that, that I like really preppy shit. Right. So if you like preppy shit and you like grimy skateboard clothes, this is the brand for you. 1,000%. Uh, look, uh, so another thing that, going along with like the whole little transition of the Apple being valued at $1 trillion, with their market cap being at $1 trillion, Yeezy gets a validation of $1.5 billion. Like, Yeezy the brand. That's fucking insane. Um, I don't know if this is, like, confirmed, but this is, like, a, a, ru- a rumor going out there that it's, wor- it's worth $1.5 billion or whatever. It's valued at $1.5 billion. Um, through all the bullshit that Kanye's been going on lately with, with Kanye, that's still, like, great to see that, like, one of his dreams was to make a fashion thing and his dream was to make music and he's doing good at both of them. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, it's still cool. And that he is gonna eventually stream out into so many different branches. Exactly, of like creation. The way the way that I see it, if we got Kanye, Virgil, Don C, like basically everybody yeah. from his group is doing great things right now. We're gonna have Yeezy furniture. We're gonna have Yeezy yeah. like app accessories and application. What what is it fucking called? Like dishwashers and oh, uh, damn! Now that you said uh, that. Uh, appliances. Appliances. There At least application was stuck in my head. Appliances. Yeah, yeah we're we're gonna see these shits. Yeah, one thousand percent. Yo, imagine, uh, fucking Jay Z in his hundred room house, and he fucking goes downstairs. He opens his Yeezy fridge, pulls out the orange juice. He goes, let, let me t- let me tell you right now. For this one? Hope doesn't like Kanye. I doubt he have the fucking Yeezy fridge in his crib. Even though Hope is a person who supports all the people, Chill, and Hope will put you out if you don't support him on some he'll, shit. He'll get the Yeezy fridge. Yeah, I don't know. The thing is, with like that is, I never, I, I like, I, I've never been the guy. I've started to never be the person to come between people, like uh, people who are really close, because then you're gonna be the person that like, yo, he was talking shit about you while we, while we wasn't in there. Yeah. Like, that's like, for example, like a guy, like your friends dating a girl, 
He like he comes up to you like, man, this bitch is doing this, this, and that, and I mean, you be that guy, be like, I told you that bitch is crazy. Then when he gets back with her, she's gonna be like, no, don't hang out with that nigga no more. Yeah, he said that was crazy. Exactly. Like, like and then and then your homeboy stopped hanging out with you because of the girl. And then when he breaks up with the girl and he realizes she was crazy, then he comes back to hang out with you. Yeah. But uh, uh, I want to say that I'm a fan of Kim Kardashian short hair. That is all. Okay. According to the best looking Kardashian, album. absolutely, and she uh, had a mental breakdown. All right, so Helmet Lane. Fall, fall, winter, 18 collection inspired by the archives. Um, all I had to say about this is that, like, th- there was always, like, an undertone in the fashion industry of people who are into fashion that um, always said that if it's not v- vintage helmet length, they didn't really want to fuck with it. Um, so, they essentially, I think maybe they're playing out to their their, uh, their market. So, they're doing the archive pieces back up from, like, the... From, they're doing pieces from the archives. Um... Essentially, I was just going to ask, like, why don't more companies do this? Like, I feel like a lot of companies should take back from what they, they've already done and then just bring it to your time and, and do that. Because a lot of people just say, oh, that's just you reiterating the same shit. But the way to make new shit is take from the old the shit that inspires you and, and make, it make, it, make it your own. And like, then that's something new. I like what Helmut Lang is doing with this archive piece, but they've been doing this for like five seasons now. They've, they've, been, they've been doing archive music for five seasons? For like five seasons. For, for me, this is the first time we've seen it. Maybe it's just because it was no, labeled like that. Did, but they just didn't call it that before. Yeah. They were just taking shit about it. But like, with this one, I feel like they're doing it because they might feel pressured because not a lot of people... Maybe yeah, I haven't seen a lot of people wearing the new Helmet Lang shit. Because the, the Helmet Lang shit recently has just been like a shirt that says Helmet Lang on yeah. it. And the, like, the price points for like the level that that brand is at, isn't they don't really match up. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly who's designing for Himalayan right now, but I feel like they might need a need a little change with that. I think they need a new direction. I feel yeah. like they should hire uh, Ian Connor. Uh, speaking of that, I didn't put it on here, but I saw it earlier, and I took a screenshot of it. Um, so Ricardo TC, uh, has has made his own monogram on uh, Burberry now. So this is what the the monogram of the Burberry thing is gonna look like now. That's just cute. It's hard. It's hard. I don't know what it is about men using the word cute, but I find that shit to be weird when people just say, like, oh, that shit's cute. Like, anytime somebody says that, that shit's cute, I always think of 50 Cent saying that Ja Rule's a sweetheart. Oh, that nigga's a sweetheart. That nigga's a sweetie. That's a way to just, like, to just, like, like... It's mad demoralizing. Yeah, it, 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 like, demasculates a man to be like, oh, that nigga's a sweetheart. That nigga's cute, bro. Like, like cute, like... Yeah, I, like, real cute, bro. Yeah, I, I don't... That, when somebody says that, like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, bringing power back into the world, but like, yo, nigga, you cute. Um, so, yeah. That that new Burberry Ricardo TC uh, monogram is hard. I'm kind of over monogram shit unless it's on like leather goods. Like I would have never wear like a monogram. I uh, saw a hard apparel. monogram um, Fendi. The it's a it was a Fendi button up, like a silk Fendi button up. Uh, Wait, I take that back. I would definitely wear Dior monogram. And and it has a monogram, but it had the monogram going sideways. It's, oh, it was like a stripe. Kind of, yeah, it, not not stripe, but like it was like that diagonal like sideways, okay. like shit like that. It was that shit was hard. Yeah. It, if that shit was eight hundred dollars, then I would have bought it. I don't know why a silk yeah. fucking button up should be eight hundred dollars. Let me it. rephrase that. I don't like overall monograms. Like it was the whole uh, like piece. the Gucci shit. Yeah, if the whole piece is monogram, pass. I the only the only time I like the Gucci monogram shit like that is is like if I want to do like a dope boys eighty style. Cause that's what it was with the dapper yeah. dance shit. Like that's what it was. It was just monogram like bombers and scarves and all that shit. Um, I so would, I would wear a Gucci monogram uh, bandana. I think the Gucci monogram shit would never go away like that. 
<laughs> Yo, you remember the, Speaking of the, You saying like Gucci bandana shit Remember when uh, Fucking Soldier Boy And uh, Gucci Man Had that Gucci bandana yeah. Coming Gucci Montana That shit is hard Yo <laughs> I know like Gucci's a new Like phenomenon On the, on the internet But I used to fuck with Gucci Heavy in 09 nice. Like The Roger Davis uh, Mixtape uh, He got that one, that one Freestyle that's on YouTube That has a lot of views on I think it's called Like In the Kitchen Or some shit Like and it's OJ the Juice Man out there. I used to listen to OJ the Juice Man a lot. He used to have a call, uh, a record, uh, uh, I forgot how the record went, but it was something by him, some birds and shit. And he would just name out a whole bunch of football players or some shit like that. I, I used to, I used to be heavy in the Gucci and all them niggas. Um, and when Flocka first came out, I was heavy on Flocka when Flocka had the record. What's the, what was the record that his first record that came out? The Falcons' first record? I don't. Remember. That oh let's do it, hey oh let's do it. That's the first record he came out with. Yeah, no, no, that's that. Oh, let's do it. I don't know, bro. You don't remember that record? Yeah, I was not listening. That record was when huge. When Flocka was hot, I was not listening to Flocka. I was listening to fucking Blink-182 and Simple Plan. Oh, my God. I was listening to Blink-182. All right, so moving along. Supreme. Oh, my you been looking for this whole time? Yeah, I found it on Soldier Boy's uh, Twitter. Also, on, it's on his Twitter? Yeah. Soldier Boy, is, Twitter's been weird lately. I don't know. I don't follow like, Let me just read the... The first like few tweets I scrolled oh, that aren't videos. So oh, there's one that just says, "Chicken strips." Okay. The other one, he's he's quoting Rudy Giuliani saying, "Crank that soldier boy," and another tweet with like five hundred thousand retweets that says, "In this world, you either crank that soldier boy or it cranks you." <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like you tweeting what Todd's Instagram used to be like in like 2010, 2011 when he would just post random pictures of random people like airports and shit. That's just hilarious. Like or random or random like uh, homeless people. But that was like the that. era we got the best Tyler tweet of all time which like how the fuck is cyberbullying real? Just close your, computer, close your eyes and walk away. No, one of the best Tyler tweets was after Trump won the election he just tweeted ah ha 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 with all caps and I was like this is exactly how I feel because I told you niggas this shit was going to happen. That's just hilarious. But alright so Supreme loses a counterfeit case in Italy. So basically, this co- there's a company in Italy that's called uh, I think it's Supreme Italy. This is Italia. This is stupid. Or Supreme, and then Supreme Spain. So I think that they were just selling like a whole bunch of counterfeit Supreme shit. Um, in the in the article, it doesn't really say how they lost the 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 fucking lawsuit, but it does say that uh, some somehow the the following lawfulness of uh, regulation for an action to be a crime is not sufficient. And confusion between the two brands, nor the actual internal similarity of the product, which this doesn't is, make any sense because yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, like the, the this um the pants that they have here are the the pants that came out with the with the foam posits. Yeah, the, the Versace pants. the Versace foam posits. It's exactly like this looks it's exactly the like Supreme print. shit. It's on the same thing. What's crazy is that uh, stores in China have been shut down, and I saw this. It's like, yo, a new Supreme store is opened up in Spain, and it's all counterfeit. And then the top comments, oh, this is gonna get shut down. But they're winning these lawsuits, yeah. and well, I don't the, know how. The thing was, they won the first lawsuit, but then they lost the second one. But it's crazy that these stores are gonna stay up selling fake Supreme at not fake Supreme prices. These are like, oh, they're selling for like really expensive prices. They're selling like it was a real store. No way. Yes, I'm bro. about to go on this show. Hold on. <laughs> This is live reaction of what uh, it's called Supreme Italy, right? Supreme Italia is the website. Italia. All right, this this is this is live reaction of what, what how much these fucking shits are actually going for. Uh, I don't even see like an actual thing. If I get a virus I, on my computer, I, can you even order this shit online? I don't think so. I think it's just in the store. Oh no, it's it's here. There he goes. 
It looks really bad too. Alright, so also oh, this is why all you niggas is getting these supreme slides because I've never seen those supreme slides come out. So okay, so for supreme thong sandals and the regular red font, it's fifty euros. So that would translate to around like fifty eight dollars. Um, Which is like at, regular retail price. Alright, so let me look at the box logos. Alright, so the logos are their best sellers. Shocker. So these are these. So this is where the people are getting those big ass box logos. They're like. Huge print box logos. I saw D Wade, uh, Dwayne Wade, with one of those fucking box logos. So the box logos aren't—they're not actually retail price. So it's a sweater crew. It's a crew next box logo. It's uh, eighty euros. So it will come out to maybe like ninety, maybe one hundred bucks. Um, yeah. So I think that's just under retail for old yeah, retail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas better be careful with this shit because I know a lot of people actually get sold uh, counterfeit shit. A lot of people. I've seen a lot of people get so counterfeit shit and then try to take it to like uh, expos and shit. Yeah. And then people get try put on put, get put on blast for bro, that stuff. Truthfully, just get this shit from like Chinatown, bro. Don't don't be on this shit. What do you mean get if this shit gonna, from Chinatown? It's gonna, the fake, isn't it? Yeah, if you're gonna wear fake shit. I mean, look, I I I know. At that, least if you're gonna wear fake shit, support America. Buy it in America. The, the shit in Chinatown is coming from Chinatown, nigga. From yeah, China. but you're supporting but people in America. I get both sides of it, man. I get that kids want it that bad that they'll, they'll get it and try to get away with it. And then I get that people who have the stuff don't want other people to have it and be counterfeit because that's the that's the allure of the brand that a lot of people can't get it. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, 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 the, balance, it's, it's the balance in life. Uh, like, the movie Dope was talking about this shit. Like, uh, there's a scene on there where it's one of Pharrell's artists. I don't know the, the kid's name. Um, but he was saying that rich people mostly wear a lot of fake shit because they're known for having money, so a lot of people won't check this shit. But people in our communities, the, the, the more lower-level communities, would check this shit to make sure that it's fake. I mean, that, that it's fake or real. For example, uh, the FUBU episode on, um, on Atlanta where it was two people who had two FUBU jerseys one and they didn't fake. know which one was fake or not or whatever, and then one kid ended up killing himself because they said that his was fake. And when, they bullied the shit out of him. And they bullied the fuck out of him. Um, so I, I understand both sides, like, especially in that time frame of you being a kid and you wanting to fit in with everybody, that is like... It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of but sense. But I feel like, people get it. personally, me and my, my, my space right now, let's say like... Yeah, but you're a lot older than those yeah, kids who are yeah, who I'm are talking about me right shit. now. Yeah. Maybe I would have... Never mind. But <laughs> when I see it right now, like, if I go on to Amy Landor or Noah and I want to buy something, like, damn, it's just $48. I'd be having, I mean, like, yo, I could buy a blank and make my own shit right now. That's the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, but the, you got to think about it like that. Not even people our age are that creative. I know people that would just buy it to buy it. Like, yeah. And there, there was sometimes when I look at this shit, like, since I know how much fabrics cost, since I know how much time they're putting into doing this shit, where it's like a simple just stitching. Or even I how could, many hands. Yeah, I could, I could pay somebody to stitch that shit who goes to, who goes to fucking... Parsons or goes to FIT or some shit. I can pay somebody to stitch that shit for me for less than what that t-shirt costs and I can get a better quality shirt than that. I always look at it like that but that's, you know, niggas get lazy niggas be like, fuck that shit. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy this shit. Yeah, but eventually we'll, we'll have our own brand eventually. Teletalk shirts are gonna come soon whenever Yo, the fuck we feel like For real, Teletalk merch coming by episode Nah, it's 15. not merch, it's clothing, it's luxe. The Teletalk we, line. We come, we, come in, we come in different. We're not coming like uh, fucking rapper merch or anything like that. Nothing wrong with that, but I think like we'll have to come with something. Fucking Travis's merch is trash. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, um, the Teletalk capsule collection coming soon. So, but you putting capsule on anything, anybody gets fucking intrigued by that shit. Yeah, it's true. Capsules are so stupid. I'm gonna put something in the capsule for ten years, and then oh, in ten years that that people won't know what the fuck this is gonna be, and they're gonna dig it up. Guess what? Ten years pass by, we still have CDs, motherfucker. 
Um, sure, bro. Not on Best Buy. No, not anymore, bro. I'm saying ten years. It's been more than ten years since the CD came out, and there's still people using CDs now. I mean, there's people still using the freaking cadet cassette to aux connection. I like cassette. I like the cassette. Like I like the it's cassette tapes hilarious. and shit like that. I, I didn't grow up in there with cassette tape, but I, but I like the I like the whole look of that shit. But that shit all I mean, comes back. In, they're in, cute. In, 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 the cassettes. Oh come on, this fucking cute shit. All right, come on. I can either say the N word or I can say cute. You gotta pick one. Uh, so Burberry uh, pulls out a vintage scarf prints from the archive sco- uh, silk shirt collection design or whatever the fuck I don't know what the fuck I just read, but they just <laughs> took the archive scarves and made a fucking button up, which is really hard. One side is a whole a whole scarf and the other side is a whole another scarf. So one side is red and it has like uh, kind of like royal scarf. Uh, uh, There's lots of gold, lots of like imagery they, of like they, they print scarves, don't they? Yeah, they put prints on scarves. They're printed. Cause, no, because I think uh, Hermes does some stitching on some scarves. No, nah, but these are, these are printed So on one here. side is red, the other side is green. A lot of people have been doing this lately, too. Like, Prada has a shirt. Gucci has one. Where, where it's like one side is one one side, and the other side has another the, design the on The Guy Fieri flames. Yeah, the Guy Fieri flames on the Prada one. I saw that uh, the guy from Jurassic Park, I think his name is... Chris Pratt, he's wearing No, 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 no. no. Huh? The guy from the first Jurassic Park. Uh, I forgot Bruce, what that name is. Bruce. Something Bloom. James Bloomingfield? I don't know. But he had it, he had the same shirt on, and Pusha T had the same shirt on, the same product shirt with one side of flames and one yeah. other. And somebody wrote it on Twitter and said, uh, get, uh, that, this is the line from Daytona where he was like, uh, get the, get the bottle, get the, um, the bottle service chicks to race or whatever. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. That shit was, a, I, I don't know, the I don't fuck? remember the exact, the exact same line, the, the exact line from that shit, but it was like, uh, Something about the getting the girls from bottle service in the club to start racing, with, depending on how much bottles you order and shit like that. Some rich nigga shit to push me. I don't know, but I might, I might, I might cop this Burberry shirt. That Burberry shirt's four hundred dollars. It's four hundred sixty, bro. Yeah. Chill. But it's it's hard though. I ain't gonna hold you. Like if I see that shit in the city, I'm gonna go buy. That I gotta shit. get a chick pregnant before I cop the Burberry shirt though. The thing is, I think my days of buying shit like super expensive shit. It's super I, over. I, yeah, I, I don't think they're over, shit. but I have to justify it more than than now. Than I used to when I was when I was younger. Like I have spent a lot of money on clothes like that I don't wear anymore. But it's nice that like I'll go back through my closet and I see something I haven't worn in like a year or two. I'm like yo, this shit is classic. The thing is, I always re- I always rationalize it for myself. Is like I know I'm not gonna wear this. Sh- I'm not gonna wear this shit for this year only. But in ten years, I'm gonna wear that shit. Yeah, or I can give tough. it to my kids. I felt that way when I. Um... I recently uh, came back across like a, a Supreme Kids tee. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I love fucking love this. That's, that's the thing. Like when you have it, like like they say, it's cliche, but you don't know what you have to until it's gone. Yeah. Like you, you like I have sneakers that I wish I would have kept that I've sold and shit like that. But the thing is with me, I think I'm gonna be one of those like Lux archive niggas who just have like like for example, there's there's a person in New York. Um, th- those who know know where he he has a in Soho he has a whole building where he just attributes it to archives. You can't take pictures of anything like that and you have to know somebody to know somebody to get in. You have to know people to get in that. And it's just archive pieces from like old uh, Levi shit, old things. And what he does is like he gives it to people. Well, he lets people go see it who design us to like cultivate the new lines and stuff like that. Yeah, to go by... To get like inspiration. Yeah, it's like shit. to get inspiration. They go back in time and like then he has like one of the first pairs of Levi's ever made in there and stuff like that. Like, so it's a lot of dope shit. It's like going to a, a, like a museum that is like perfectly tailored to what you want to do, and it inspires you. It's not like going to like the moment and having to wait like thirty 
30 minutes to get a picture in front of the moon, moonlight stars. Like, get the fuck out of here. Or going to the fucking uh, Louvre and they're having Paris. a fucking... Fight for the Mona Lisa. Fight a whole bunch of niggas to go see the Mona Lisa and then be and the niggas be depressed when the Mona Lisa is like uh, the size of a postcard. The Mona Lisa is really small. It's small. It, it, those, who, those who have never seen the Mona Lisa, I've never seen the Mona Lisa in person, but I've seen people, people have sent me multiple pictures for some reason. I don't know, maybe Paris had... Really cheap flights, but a lot of people went to Paris this year. Um, or their sponsors are taking them to Paris. Sponsors? <laughs> no, their quote-unquote sponsors are taking oh, them to Paris. they're seeking arrangements? Uh, um, yeah, but a lot of people that showed me, I was like, oh, I did not know that the Mona Lisa was that small. Yeah, the freaking, um, the Starry Nights by, what's his face, Van Gogh. Van Gogh, yeah. pretty small, too. Yeah, but that piece is, like, I, I can understand. If you've seen those pieces in person, it's different than you I seen saw that one in person. person. That's just yeah. legendary. I saw the moment. Iconic. There's a big crowd on that one too. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, but you got you got you got to be cut from a different club. That's why I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't fuck with those people though, because right next to Starry Night in another room, there's like eighteen other Van Gogh pieces. That Not are even in that same room that the Starry Night is in. It's a million Picasso so, pieces. It's insane. Nigga, and, and, and before you walk into... They got the, like four whole rooms yeah, of Picasso. But before you walk into the Picasso room um, in, in the MoMA, there's a huge Basquiat piece in the middle. It's and so And everybody cool. walks by that shit. It's, and I'm like, this shit is huge and it's fucking magnificent. They, they've relegated it to like the side of the wall now. But it's like, people just walk by and they're like... It's like by the stairs yeah. by the bathroom. Facts. I'm going to name my son John Michelle. That actually is not a bad name. It's pretty right, close. So Adidas uh, mixes up their sport uh, influences with the Falcon. I actually like it. I don't like the first shoe that they did. I think that's uh, the... The Consortium? Yeah, the Consortium one. Um, I don't... The, the Consortium one kind of looks to me like... Uh, like the Kobe. Remember the Kobe that Kobe had on Adidas? kind of looks like that to me. Right now it looks more like a, a mixture between the... A pro fear and like some other shit. But the Falcons look hard, so it's basically like the Falcons and stuff that made it more flattened ish. Like I usually don't like flattening on a lot of shoes like that, really, especially when they do mix-ups. I don't like hybrid sneakers like that yeah. either. But I feel like these companies that have been doing really good with hybrid sneakers now. But I like how they paired it in this little lookbook here with like four mode attire. Yeah, it's like two dudes wearing fucking suits and like yeah. in the I mean nineteen seventies like. That's a chick, but go off. That's a chick. One of them, yeah. Damn, they both look like dudes. All right, uh... Let's keep it pushing, bro. Seth, Adidas, Seth, do your thing. Seth Rogen tells the story about how he first met Kanye. This shit is hilarious. So we both listened to this shit. So essentially, Kanye was working out with, uh... With a trainer who trained all the celebrities in uh, Seth Rogen's neighborhood. So Seth Rogen said he was going into his house today, and then Kanye walked by and he was like, You're a funny motherfucker. And then... The next, I think it's like the next day he went out drinking or whatever, and then the next morning after that, uh, so those, those, the rich people who know who listen to the podcast, you have that button on the fucking gate, and it, it calls to the, to the house, and he says, his wife picks up, and he like, could vaguely hear, and then he, she was like, that he, the kind of acts, can Seth come out and play? Wait, and she's like, can, can Seth come out and play? play? Who is this? And then she was Kanye. like, Kanye. She was like, Kanye who? And then he ran down, so he's like, Kanye West. And then he said, you open the door. And Kanye was sitting there with like a jersey and, and gym shorts. And he was like, hey, man, you want to play basketball? <laughs> That's just fucking hilarious. That's just hilarious to me because people see these people as like mythical characters. Yeah, but they're like, dudes. But it's, it's just humans. They're regular niggas. Kanye literally walked over to Seth Rogen's house like, yo, you want to go ball, nigga? It's like he was after like, his mom. He's like, can Seth come out and play? <laughs> see, but then the thing is that with me, it's like, it's kind of weird because I understand why celebrities hanging around with celebrities because celebrities can only 
really like, be friends. Relate to celebrities yeah. or only be friends with celebrities. Because if you if you become friends with not time to say if you become friends with a normal person, they want you to do something for them. Yeah, or the people Seth they Rogen, know. Seth Rogen doesn't want you to do anything. Yeah. Seth Rogen is actually a really cool person though. I heard that like, he just walks around in LA like normal person, and yeah. he drives like a Nissan, a Nissan Pathfinder or like. He's, so he drives a Toyota Highlander. That's a, a fucking, fucking weird ass car. car. Yeah. But yeah, but that's the that's the difference between a, well, ra- a rapper and somebody who writes movies. That like, just shows that he's Canadian. He drives the Highlander. One thousand percent. Uh, so uh, th- I found this uh, this article to be very interesting. So the Sandlot is getting a prequel. Why? Does that is there even need for a prequel to the Sandlot? I don't know. So I, so so what are they gonna do? They're gonna bring them up as as adults now, or are they gonna just make another Sandlot for the kids now? I don't even know what it's gonna be about. Is it gonna be about the fucking dog? It's definitely gonna be about the beast again. But how's, how scary is the Beast now than the Beast? When, oh, when it, it literally says it'll be focused on the legend of the Beast. Yeah, so when 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 did the when did this movie come out? Maybe the 90s, 80s? Late yeah, 80s, 90s? 93. So, like, so maybe in 93, that Beast shit would be scary to kids. But nowadays, these kids watch all type of fucking movies. Yo, how's kid, that going to scare them? Fuck, these kids will fucking shoot up a dog right exactly, now. Exactly. Like, I don't think that that's going to hold the same impact as... The kid will put a dog in a chokehold and do a Fortnite dance. I mean, but yeah, but what do we know, though? We're not kids. Maybe it, maybe it will impact some kids. Nah, bro. Or, they watch Doc McStuffins. That's just like... That's, I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's Pop just like Trump. a... Supposedly LeBron's going to be making Space Jam 2. Like, I don't think that's going to hit like when Space Jam came out. I wait, feel like the people who watch Space Jam will like it more. Like the pe- like me and you, because we grew up with Space Jam. Yeah. We'll fuck with Space Jam 2 super heavy. I don't know, man. More than kids right now. Because LeBron, LeBron's my favorite player. I feel like if LeBron were to drop Space Jam 2... When I was young, still no. like older when he came out, I would like. If he does it right now, it's the way. He's got to win a ring. I'll watch with the it. La- He's got to win a ring with the Lakers and then drop it. I'll watch it. It's like how Incredibles two was super huge with. with I know. Kids I haven't age. watched Incredibles two. I haven't yet. Either. I have to go. I have to go. I watch feel like that the shit. ill dickhead. Right I have now. to go watch that shit. Uh, oh, speaking of one of the movies from my childhood, so the Pokemon Pokemon has a new movie it's called The Power of Us. Um, we watched the trailer. What I got from this is like I don't remember Pokemon being this fucking emotional when I was. It's super shit. emotional, bro. In the very first movie, they fucking all cried and brought Ash back to life because he was a rock. That's a rock. Well, he got turned to stone. I didn't. I don't, I don't remember. I haven't watched Pokemon 2000 forever, dude. Bro, that's just legendary. Like, I, I, I haven't watched this shit. But uh, is it Pokemon 2000? Is yeah. that the first one that came out? Think, I'm pretty I, sure. I, I, well, maybe that's, that's the, the first, first movie, movie but seen. I don't know if it's called Pokemon 2000, because I think there's another one where it's like the three birds, and they play the song on the flute, and then it's like yeah. blah, 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 and then it's Pokemon. Another thing that I took back from Pokemon is, if you really sit back and look back at Pokemon, how fucking creative is it? How fucking creative do you have to be to, like, create Pokemon, dude? It's like, honestly, super creative. That, like, I, I don't think there's too much things in this world that I can't do, because I'm a confident person, but... I can create Pokemon, nah. my nigga. Apparently, it was, you know how it was started? No. The dude who made it, I think his name is like, I'm not going to even try, but uh, he invented Pokemon because he wanted to collect a game where you can catch bugs. Because back when his childhood, he collected and traded bugs. So that's basically where the premise of Pokemon comes from. But is every Pokemon a bug or an animal? No, but it's just based it's off... Just a lot of made-up ba- shit, too. Yeah, well... And they do base a lot of things on like mythical creatures and like. Oh, they do, but uh, so that that's what I was gonna ask next. Like, where did where do you even get the concept of you naming things Pokemon? Like, well, Pokemon stands for Pocket Monsters. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just, my, that's the first time I'm hearing that shit. So yeah, what like I, essentially what I thought that he was thinking was, all right, so 
Like we have pets. Just imagine us having pets, of, but nah. the pets being different things. Yeah, the basis of like is collecting bugs, and he just made creatures because he's like. Cause I wonder he, how much people. How many people? Probably a lot. Because when he first did it, it was just bugs, and they were like, "We're not rocking with this. You're a fucking hurt." Then you got the rocks. You got the you got, and then you got the groups, the fire, the yeah, the, the, the 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 rock, the water, Listen, the bro. grass, the electric. I, I battle Pokemon I never, competitively. I never understood why electric Pokemon's hurt fucking water Pokemon's more. Because water conducts electricity, bro. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I I do this shit. It's, it's a lot of crazy shit. I haven't played Pokemon or watched Pokemon or anything since I was like ten, but. I have a lot of questions about Pokemon and how Hold the on. fuck he figured out how to do all that. I got bullshit. an announcement to make really close to the microphone. If you want that smoke in Gen 7 OU, I got you. Hit I me up. That is. But I do remember one time when there was one time in my life where I was writing down all my ideas and I, th- and I made something similar to Pokemon Go. So I was going to call it Pokemon World. So what the thing was is my premise was make Pokemon like Call of Duty where everybody can play it online at once. Oh, so like uh, a real life story mode type. Yeah, thing. like that thing, like like kind of what Grand Theft Auto is online. Yeah. But with Pokemon. That'd be dope. Exactly. I think they're coming out with that. It's, that's what, that's the crazy thing about it that I wrote that shit down way before like any of this shit. And my cousin was like, "Yo, that's actually a really good idea." And I was like, "If I send it to Pokemon, they're gonna steal this shit." Without I feel me. like they probably had that idea. They just couldn't do it because how the fuck? Because like. The only way to really do it is through smartphones right now, and they, they kind of... At that time, it was still, there were smartphones out at that time. Yeah, but... That wasn't, like, super long. That might have been, like, 09. But man's been walking with Blackberry. No, nah, I know, 08, the first iPhone came out. Yeah, we had smartphones. Those just were trash. I mean, it wouldn't have been a great development right away. 3G was popping back then. If you had 3G, you were downloading porn at lightning's fast. It's, it's, all that internet shit is fake anyways. Internet is fake? No, I'm saying, like, the speeds uh, of the internet, I'm pretty sure... That we have, we can get way faster speeds on our phones right now, but they're just holding it back oh, at some time. Exactly. They're just waiting. Nigga, somebody's internet fake. They think about it. Internet is pretty fake, nigga. You can't see that shit. You can't do anything. Like, like you can't tell me, like, it, it, it's essentially internet is what, a, a frequency wave of getting internet? Just so you can connect to the uh, internet? It's just, it's just a bunch of computers connected. Getting Wi-Fi to connect to the internet. Like... I don't know, bro. Exactly. I didn't go to school for this, bro. If you show me a chart about the economy, I could tell you about it, but that's about it. All right, so the last thing we're going to end up on is it's something that ties back to the economy. Tommy Hilfiger's former home is available for $6,075,000. Only reason I'm saying this shit is because Tommy Hilfiger showed me how fucking broke I am because I'm pretty sure this is like his summer house in like the Hamptons and shit like this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is house he didn't normally stay in because he has a penthouse in Manhattan as well. Oh, it's got, the, like 18 it's got the studio and the theater room. This nigga don't make songs or movies. This shit is fucking amazing. You know how rich people are anyways. Rich people will let you go to their house and record some shit. It looks like, like a villa. Yeah, no, no. Like this really... is the only thing, the only time, like, I'm very picky with shit in houses. Oh, not houses, like, I'm very picky with shit in general. Anything that has to do with style. But I think this is the only time that I would move into the house just like it is. I won't change anything it in the house. It looks really cool. The it's house like, is super nice. It's like colonial style. I won't switch anything in the house. The house is literally perfectly how I, I, I want it. I would switch up the pattern on the lawn. I wouldn't switch up shit. You mean how, the, the way they cut grass? Yeah, I probably I give do, a fuck. I probably do diamonds. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. They cut the grass how you want. I can tell you one thing: my ass ain't getting no fucking summertime to cut no grass. That shit was basically if, slavery. If you move, that my if you move me there, you think you're cutting grass? Fuck, fuck out of here. Six million dollars is actually not that expensive for this house. This, I would. What I think, because so. his penthouse is selling for like a hundred million dollars, but that shit's like right across from Central Park, though. It's just. 
Like, I'm rather really moving. I'm rather. It's, it's thirty. It's thirty minutes away from. Bro, this shit only got five bedrooms. Jay Z creep got a hundred. Only. Jay Z has a hundred. Only. All right, I know. I know who the. This is in square footage. This house. This house is ten thousand square feet. Who gives Get the a fuck, fuck out of here? That's eight of my houses. Who gives a fuck? You're it, bugging. It's missing ninety-five bedrooms. You're bugging. I guess so. Yeah. So that was the that's how we got on today. Uh, Tell talk episode ten. Uh, it's probably one of our longest podcasts. Um, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, yeah. Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play. Yo, thanks for having me. Hope your mom's not mad at me. Also, uh, Young Thug, hit, hit us up. That's all. All right.